But yo, 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 we are back. Episode 31, Native Sons Podcast. Yeah. Hey. Back in effect. Oh, shit. Man, I'm D.E.O. I'm Sean G. I'm Drake's One. And we are back, episode 31, at Official Business Studios. And this is our first pilot episode with my homie Sid. It's popping. What up, Sid? Yeah. Shout out to him. Hopefully we can bring you all these videos um, on a consistent basis. Yeah, we're just trying to create, you know, create, what I'm saying? You know content you could, you could, you know. You can see. You gotta speak up a little bit, you bro. Can get you with. Gotta, come on yeah. now, get the energy you up. Get it. the energy up, boy. We are live, man. This is our live now. I'm trying. I'm but trying. But this is our, our pilot episode, though. We can our pilot <clears throat> video episode for our YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we can bring that to y'all consistently. Branch oh, out. Oh yeah, for you listeners out there, we're pilot individuals. So. Yeah. Be on deck for that, and All thanks time. to everybody that's been listening. Uh, this is cool because uh, it reminds me of that when we started this podcast. Actually, we started with the pilot episode. Did yeah. we do two pilots? Man, we did a couple pilots. We did a couple <laughs> episodes that didn't. We didn't oh yeah, put that out. didn't come out. Yeah, yeah you're, right, so. you're right. You're right. So right. we tweaked it out. So we're pretty much doing the same thing right at, now. Visually. At Dreamier. Yeah, shout out to Sean. Shout out to Dreamier. Shout out to Sean for sure. Sean Davis, that's the homie. How's everybody but, feeling though, man? It's been a while. Uh, shit, uh, you know, I guess, somebody got a big thing uh, off their shoulders. I'm, I'm fit, man. Major relief. Man, I just conquered the Goliath. Off top, you know? for sure. That is like California that. bar exam, man. Passed it. One take, Jake. If we had sound effects, I would have put a round of applause and some gunshots. Man, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? So, some air horns. Yeah, some but, gunshots, definitely. Hey, that's a huge thing, man. You know, Thanks, coming from the bro. background we come from, you know, he made it all the way to Drag Squire. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Be on the lookout. Congratulations, though, bro. Coming. That's, that's huge. Man. When I seen that, I was like, "Damn, bro, bro, did that shit." Hey, that's for all of us, bro. Yeah, for sure. I felt the same way when I saw it. Like I was saying offline, it took me like ten minutes for that to really settle in. Like, damn, I did it. Yeah. Cause if you don't pass on that first ghost, like your whole future is hanging in the balance. It's How long do you have to wait? You take the test again in February, but then that's another three months to get the results. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically six months of your life. And if you if you have a job or something lined up and you fail twice, mm. you can lose your job. Yeah. Sometimes you fail once, you lose the job. Yeah. Mm. So it's just like, yo, like a big wave of stress relief came over me. So many dominoes. I didn't even real. yes. I didn't even realize like how much it was he- how heavy it was yeah I, I sat down in that chair dude and just like where were you uh, i was with you know a friend of mine mm-hmm. a special friend oh, scoop dude you know what i mean um you know she happened to actually get her uh results as well she nice passed. Mm. shout out to you Special yeah. one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey. Um, but yeah, man. So thanks. Has any anything celebratory happened yet? You know, champagne popping, mm, bottles popping. I don't, I, I'm, Strip I'm, club. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to speak on those things in public. And I definitely <laughs> can't anymore after this test result. So, um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be felt, not heard. There you, you go. Know what I mean? Yeah. But you it's know. good to see you guys, man. Yeah. 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 Sean, what's been going on, man? Man, a lot of shit. Um, a lot of shit, man. <laughs> He's talking about a lot. He had a lot. He's got a lot going on. Life is crazy. Um, I recently ended a really long relationship, um, like we, three-year relationship. Should we clap or not? Um, nah, it just is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I love that person. <laughs> I always will, but it was time for us to part. 
And I think it's going to be a really good thing for both of us in the long run. So just get adjusting to that. Yeah. Uh, business is booming as, as it has been this whole year. You and so busy. I'm really happy about that. Um, and just, just, um, just, just my health is really good overall. And uh, just been focusing on that and just being happy. And, and you uh, said you lost what seventeen pounds? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did like keto diet, kind of, but not really like the true way it's supposed to be done. But I lost seventeen pounds in nine months, nine weeks. That's tight. Um, recently gained back five. I've been off it for two weeks, but I'm about to start some on Monday, so it's all good. I just, I just learned a lot about myself and about um, food and like what foods work for me and mm-hmm. and where I want to be at, um, <clears throat> and it feels great. So yeah, um, to say the least. Uh, life is hella crazy But there's a lot of good stuff going on And a lot of stuff I'm optimistic And excited about And that's a really special feeling So Always. I'm thankful for that Yeah, we came with that good update Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, <laughs> Shout out to you, bro Hey, he used bro. to be on TV and the radio every All day, dog. Yeah. 
Who banging? Yeah, who banging? He was always who banging in your face. Yeah, with the cactus <laughs> and shit. Like, we talk about this hell of times, but one of my favorite Manny Fresh beats is that Mac 10, West High Connection. Damn, he did. Connected for life. That's like one of yeah. the hardest beats I gotta to this day. So, so maybe he did drop a Cash Money album, right? Or was it just a single? Yeah, that was on Cash Money, and then it was it was Mac 10 featuring Dub C and Ice Cube. So it was like a West Hat Connection song, mm. but it was on the Mac 10 album. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta revisit that. That beat is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I'll put that beat next to any Manny Fresh beat. Tight, tight. Anyway. But yeah, that LA trip was cool. Um, I actually brought, like, my whole family with me. My girl, my three kids. That's, That's great. That sounds crazy to say, but... Um, Multitasking, huh? Yeah. Um, and we, I flew uh, Jet Suite for the first time. What That's is that? Dog. I'm not knowing. There's no other way to fly to LA, bro. Was was it's like the mega bus of planes? No, bro. It's like the fucking Uber SUV of planes, bro. That sounds even better. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's I expen- like flying private. It's a little expensive. It did look private because only it's like twenty seats, bro. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you no line, no TSA. It's it's just lit, bro. She was in the G six. Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> it was tight, bro. Like you really don't stand in a line, You're and you get your own bro. lounge. It's I in like a hangar. And it fly to um, it flying to Burbank, and, and Burbank is, it, is better than LAX yeah, anyway. It's less yeah, busy. Is, is yeah. it like flying like first class? Damn near, bro. No, All no, right, no, so, no. I'm saying like the price. Oh, um, I'm going to LA in like business three weeks. class. I'm like, yeah, business okay. class. I would check in. You probably spend like two six, two sixty, two seventy. It's not bad. Yeah, it ain't bad at all. Um, did you rent a whip when you got there? Nah, we Ubered everywhere. Uber everywhere. Yeah. Huh? So the the plane on one side of the plane is all single row seats. So on the left side, no one sits next to you. Then on the on the right side is two seats, the double seats. Interesting. It's tight. I didn't know about that life. Yeah, just week, man. Well, you're a lawyer now, so. Well, I was on a plane with uh, Jim Jones recently. That's hard. Okay? <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> violating, he's been talking Spooky. about violating people. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> I was going to ask about that. We were talking about that on the podcast. He didn't look like he was in the mood to meet anybody. He's all where my belly's The at. funny thing <laughs> is, right, I just I was on my way to New York, and I seen an Instagram post that, of that day that he was supposed to be doing an appearance at a cannabis club on Geneva Admission. Uh, and then I see, like, I'm in line so to get random. on the plane, and I just see, like, this black dude with, like, a hoodie and a hat and a Louis bag over his shoulder just walk ahead of everybody and go on first class. And I was like, damn. I was like, that's dope. I was like, <laughs> I was like, who is that? I was like, wait, this is a flight to New York. That's got to be somebody. And I just got on the plane. I just fucking seen Jim Jones. And I was like, I guess he's not appearing at the cannabis club on Geneva Mission today. Damn. He was at SFO at like 8 in the morning. That shit ain't work out. Yeah. But no, I didn't ask him about violating Takashi. <laughs> I didn't want to get violated on the plane. Is he tall or is he short? He's pretty tall. Nah, he like, yeah. He, taller than you? Nah, nah, nah. He like, no one's taller he's like your height, bro. No, <laughs> no one's taller than you. He's like your height, bro. Than me. I'm going to keep it real. He like your height and he's like hella stocky. Bro. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was cool. New York, um, man, I was saying offline, I, I didn't really like it, bro. This time or this time is different. It feels like it's changed. Yo, the gentrification yeah. out of there is Damn. out of control. Damn. Oh, yeah. It's not just gentrification, it's the building. Like, the new construction of buildings. Like, Manhattan is, like, completely under construction. Mm. But if you go and look out the window, all it is is brand new skyscrapers already. It's nuts. It's so many people. And, um, yo, yeah, like, like Brooklyn, it felt like like the mission. 
Mm. It felt like a, oh, yeah, like a Friday night yeah, in the yeah, mission. Yeah. Like, Which feels like the marina. It feels like the marina, bro. <laughs> yeah, lower hate, you name it. It's like you go out there and you hear that the hipsters own the night. You just yeah. hear them. You see them. Like yeah. every person you see out there at night, like two blocks from the projects, it's all white folks having yeah. a good old time, smoking little pre-rolls and just bar hopping. And uh, the last time I was in Brooklyn, it wasn't... That was like about five years ago. And it was signs of gentrification, but it wasn't that crazy. Sounds about white. Yeah. So it's a tough place to live, man. I feel like. That's that, man. Yeah. It's it's too many goddamn people. What were you doing out there? Man, I got flown out there for work. And then uh, I just got, you know, a little free uh, benefits. Like, you know, getting out there a little early and a little late and just having some time on my own. I was out there in Brooklyn and the Bronx. I did a show. As, as a matter of fact, I, I just remember. That. Yeah, I just rocked the show in Brooklyn. Uh, it was that was dope. It you was booked that out there. Yeah, yeah, I got that. to rock out there. It was sick. I had that shit turned up, baby. <laughs> I had it turned up, and I had a New York DJ playing Forty and Fab after I got off stage. Like That's they was showing love. And it's real, and it was all real New York cats, like real. It was, yeah. it was no white people. A lot of Timberlands, you know what I'm saying? It was saying? authentic in there. It is basically it was a lot of yurt. It was Euro. like a lot of them, Euro. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Bronx and Brooklyn, Queens cats. That's tight. Yeah, it was dope. That's tight. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Bay man to the universe. Worldwide. Bay game is universal. Never stops. <laughs> it's insidious. But shit, now that I'm like back and uh, I don't have to do all this traveling. Um, we're gonna get these podcasts. Yeah, I got oh, a lot man. more time now that I'm I am my own I'm a free agent now, so I have yeah. a lot of time. There you go. Not a lot free of time. Man. I'm still super busy, but I don't have to I don't check in with no one. We got these holidays oh, creeping man. up on us though, man. What's that looking like for y'all? I don't celebrate these Western holidays, brother. <laughs> That's real. I I really don't You don't use it as real. an excuse to for family or you know I see my family so much. You don't got nobody coming in or Flying no, in. nah, nah, not really. Everybody's local, bro. Do your folks cook or? My mom <clears throat> cooks all the time. I'm saying, I no, see I'm saying, it, do they cook for the holiday? Nah, not no more. Okay. Once the older people in the family pass away, it's hard to hold on to those traditions. There's That's a lot a of fact. bad traditions. That's yeah, yeah. So I'd be, you know, I'm, I, you you got the kids though, so yeah. And I, my uh, Christmas is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas and then my oldest daughter, her birthday is three days after Christmas. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So it's Manny. So is she used to just getting one round of gifts now? Um, or you gotta you gotta do two? <clears throat> we usually do a trip. I try to I try to like take her places. I'm actually go. That's to, good. Yeah. Trying to uh trying to get her to New York this year. Oh, don't That's let what I said discourage you. No, nah, it's not, because she want to see it. She just want to see it. It's good it. if you, to see it, right? Yeah, yeah, If you ain't never seen it, if you ain't been there, it's good. But I was there for eight days. That's yeah. too long. It's too that's, long, that's long, bro. Yeah. I know. My first time out there, I was out there for seven days. Right. I never go to New York more than five days. But it's different for me because all my family's out there. So it's like I don't sleep when I'm there. Five days is, is enough time for sure. I'm saying that's like the long, like yeah. I go four usually. And I don't sleep because between family and friends. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm sleeping like three hours a day. The last time I went, I went literally for a day. Damn. And it was because somebody that, paid for it. Yeah, that sounds about... That's dope. That yeah. sounds like some real business. So y'all don't like it either? You don't like New York? I love New York. It's the greatest city in the world, but... 
I haven't been in a few years. I'm going in mm. uh, for my Nona's 95th birthday in January, late January. And I saw my cousin, who's a lawyer, mm. but he's he's a little younger than you. Um, his birthday's on the same day. So <laughs> I haven't been in a while. I haven't been in like three years. So um, I, I love New York. It's a big, my, both my parents from New York. My mom's from Brooklyn. It's, it's like a big part of my identity and always has been. Yo, Daphne, he's too, right? My dad grew up in Italy, but his dad was from Harlem, went to medical school in Italy. I don't and know why I thought my, was my grand, nah, my grand, my father moved to Long Island when he was 13 oh, from, okay. from Italy. And then he, uh, he went there and then met my mom and, uh, and then they moved out here. They got married and moved out here and they were like 25. Um, but anyway, I, I love New York, but I'm sure, you know, <laughs> I love it too. It's changed, it's changed a lot, and so it was starting to change last time I was there. You know, and nah, y'all just got the same sentiment. So y'all I'm, got for no, Frisco. I'm, like, I'm that's not, real yeah, accurate. I'm, 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 you know, San Francisco is my favorite city. New York to me is the greatest city in the world. Of my limited travels, and I'm curious to see what it's like this time. And yeah. but for me, this time it's really like just like a family mission. Yeah. So it's a little different. And it's going to be cold as shit. So it's it's not cold. Really it was pretty cold. It's going to be even colder. <laughs> no, it's about to be fucking yeah. like. 15 degrees at night cold. No, nah, yeah, I ain't trying to knock it. I mean, I, I just couldn't imagine living there or working there. No, nah, you ain't knocking it. I don't think you're knocking it. I did I some feel dope the same shit way. while I was there. I went to the Bronx Museum of Art. That shit was sick as fuck. The Bronx is They got a, a 19, uh, the 1970s and 80s subway art wow. uh, exhibition Damn. out there. I All saw the that. I didn't know what that was. Bro, they got a room in the museum that they built to look just like a subway station. Wow. With the pieces blown up. And put on like Big ass subway cars You can kind of walk <clears throat> through And they got like uh, Screens projecting The cars moving And the ass sounds hard. and shit That's really That was ill What is it called? Brooklyn what? The Bronx, Bronx Museum of Bronx Arts Museum. Yeah Bronx. Henry Don't fucking Henry, get it fucked up bro <laughs> Henry Chalfant um, Art versus Transit Exhibit Is running out there Until March If you get a chance You should I see, that. Say that, see that You thing. should go see yeah. it Bronx Museum Bronx yeah. Museum of Arts oh, Is free It was I a love the great Bronx. experience It's free? Yeah yeah, I love the Bronx. Yeah, Bronx was actually my favorite borough. Is my favorite really? part of my trip is being out there. That was that. the least gentrified part. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, it's though, the sunset in New York. No, no, no. It's it's hard. it's like the Oakland. Nah, it's kind of like yeah. the Oakland. It's like the New Richmond York. in New York. No, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, like, yeah, it's on like some the, Frisco shit. Because the, like the Bayview. It would, it would be the Bayview. Sunset is, hasn't even been touched, though. The Sunset would be Queens. Because Queens probably is limited in gentrification because so many people own homes. So go. that's what the Sunset and the Excelsior is like out here. The thing, has, see, the thing limited. that would tweak me out about the Bronx is this, it's hella hood, right? You could tell it's hella like, tenements and apartments, and it's like hella people, and it's like very few like white folks, mostly Latin folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And black folks. But I went to, like, a little strip out there, and I went to a restaurant, and it was, like, booming and jumping and, like, good food and good atmosphere. It would, like, you would expect it to be a hipstery, bougie place. Mm. It was actually all owned by, like, Nice. By black and brown folks, yeah. and the food was slamming, and everyone's like dressed up and all. But it was all black and brown folks in the building. That's tight. Kind of so I, it's not too many places like that in the Bay you can go to. You mm. know what I mean? So I that was pretty dope. Any. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just its own thing, you know. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, shit, man. We're gonna we stay got... on the topic of uh, justification, bro. We're gonna stay on that topic. And one of the the newest newest episodes of this Frisco Gentro shit is uh, a carless Market Street, man. Oh, uh, God damn. Like I've seen a lot of people praising that shit though. Like who? Gentros. 
Really? You know Gentros on the low? You Twitter be chilling with Gentros? Twitter Gentros. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> My Gentro friends. Twitter Gentros. Sheesh. Yeah. How y'all saying? feel about it? Um, I, I would feel good about it if, like, we were the people enacting it, but... Knowing who enacted it, I don't feel good about Facts. it. And I feel like it's a Oh, be- you know what? I do know a native that, that's praising it. I ain't going to say who it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, yeah you know who you are. I don't are. even know who you are, but you yeah. know who you are. Carlos Market Street, bro. You um, so my first, my first, it's crazy, man. Going back to New York, my first um, experience with like a Carlos downtown, like something that would be similar to Market Street was being downtown Brooklyn and Fulton Street Mall. So Fulton Street is like the like one of the main streets in downtown Brooklyn, and yeah. even though in the late '90s when I was there, it was carless. There's only buses that could run on that street, mm. and it was kind of tight because you could just like walk around and like you could be like a lot of people, but it was just like this one area is like there wasn't cars. So when Carlos Market Street was pitched, actually like 15 years ago, I was like, I remember oh. reading that. I never liked it because I just wanted to be able to drive wherever the fuck I wanted to drive. But I was like, oh, I could see that because Fulton Street Mall. Downtown Brooklyn, I got it. I get the premise of it. You know what I mean? Kind of like when you think about it from a logistical standpoint, you're like the cars don't really need to be on Market Street. You know what I mean? So I get it. But then I know. Why you know, do you uh, pause there? Why do you say that? Because it's just a main ass. I like driving up and down Market. Street. I love it. I, love I, it. I, love I do too. Shit. But I'm saying sunroof. Man, at the I'm just saying in a perfect world. I'm gonna like tell you our this. world. <clears throat> I'm not a, an opponent or a proponent. I'm just saying I can see why. When we used to you sell have CDs, cars bro, on Market Street, that, that used to be lit. When cars, we used to flag down cars, and they used to be buying shit out the windows and right on Market in front of the mall. That shit used to be lit, bro. I can't imagine. To see, the thing is, whips just rolling up and down. I can't imagine not seeing cars that's like suited yeah, up. I don't know what rims. Come on, dog. I'm not. I'm not those my those days are is, over, though. Bro. My whole thing is like I'm not a. Per- Market is so dry right now. It and is. Dry, I think this is gonna be the nail in the coffin. Yeah, it's the beginning. Because once they get the cars off of there, and it's just gonna be people walking around like zombies. <laughs> not even the zombies gonna be gone. It's gonna be all the people that work in the Twitter building and all those buildings down there, and people on they, and they gonna be walking around with little beer cups, little and gall- beer gardens, gallivanting. Yeah, feeling free, shopping, and happy. shopping for clothes, feeling unthreatened. And and sipping lattes and, and having little fucking street jams. Street jams. You know what I mean? Nah, the, op- nah, the, nah, the opera come down there and perform <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, they'll be showing movies bikes, at night, Friday night bikes, movies. Bike riding. Yeah. You know They're going to be showing E.T. You know, on a Friday night. Yeah, we see, bro, the, the Market Street is so ill, bud. Market Street is so ill, like the way that they planned it out and the way that it was. It's like It was like our 42nd Street. To talk about New York, like our Times Square, like right, the right, sleazy right, right, Times right. Square, though. Yeah, like to yeah. go down there and see a movie and get in a fight and steal some fucking you shoes, be a gladiator and, to walk and, and buy there. some weed <laughs> and, and, and and get some numbers. Go to the amusement center. Yeah, get some fits. Go you know to what the St. Francis Theater. Meet up with hella people from all over the city. Watch all a movie. Over the Bay. Watch, watch a movie. Feel free to smoke blunts in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. that playground yeah. type of shit. You know what I mean? Survi- Strip club. Survival yeah. of the fittest. You know what I mean? Market Street Cinema. Yeah. <laughs> the Cinema. Yep. Crazy Horse. Warfield. And the track, just one of the illest tracks yeah. on the West Coast, probably. You know what I mean? A lot of history, so many history, and so many people yeah. shuffling through Market Street. Barbary Coast. I was just down there like a couple of weeks ago shooting a video, and it's just like, damn, it's just like really 
almost gone, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. And there's that special part on America Street, you know, from about, you know, six seven, to eight. Seventh, six yeah, to eighth, yeah, yeah. Fifth, that's the special fifth part. To, that, yeah. Fifth to eighth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because it's special part. The, uh, World of Stereo. At the Payless. Yeah, man. Yep. Payless used to be. Remember the psychedelic shop? Yeah. It used to be next to the World Stereo yeah. where that check right. oh, yeah. is. Yeah. That place Bro, Shout all out those to little Mike. shops down there Shout out to Mike sick. at Road The Stereo. fucking Hollywood Billiards Yeah, Hollywood Billiards That's been closed forever though, Nah, I know what I'm saying Like, So all that shit has been like shuttered And like closed down And all the new businesses coming in Are like what I was talking about earlier <clears> Like bicycle repair <laughs> Coffee, restaurant It's already looking hella different It's already techies outnumbering like the hustlers, yeah, and, and, and you know, the I'm gonna tell you one thing, you know, to play white devil's advocate, bro. Ooh, white one, devil's white advocate. devil's advocate. That's one thing, that's double devil game. right there. One thing that happened down there recently that was like, man, y'all niggas are just fucking it up. Oh, that's was that fucking shootout, yeah. bro. Yeah, like, but no on, one got bro. hit though, right? I'm glad. A random motherfucker didn't get hit because the way he was shooting. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Guy looked like he well, was on the yeah, way or right. some shit. Because they just they've been that doing that type of shit though. You know what I'm saying? The mid market revitalization. They've been trying to sweep that shit away. Right. Since the '90s, if not earlier. Oh yeah. And they're about to have in. It's about to be official now. That's but that's official. not. But you know what? That I didn't can't make do it, it any better though. But that shit no, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's part of it. Of course not. Yep. I remember when that shit was happening all the time, but I remember when people not, was getting not shit like that though. I remember motherfuckers getting dome called at the donut shop and shit. I remember definitely people came through spraying shit up. Not spraying shit up. Niggas used to get knocked down down there, but not just random ass. I the way he was know. shooting, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. But it's also the cameras. Like I don't know. This is the thing. I, Man, this is all thing. This all thing. I'm not trying to put too much I on I feel like I, just, I, don't know. I always just hear people Talking about shit in general And they're like Kids these days I'm like man This same shit been happening For like my whole life It was worse That's what I'm saying This was a pretty it's bad what you, it's, No this is bad this, But I'm yeah, just saying I'm, Shit been going it crazy It was worse What you saying Back then It was definitely worse We was down there We seen yeah. it all yeah. You know what I'm saying But it was that definitely particular grinding. incident Was like come on No man. yeah 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 it's man. gonna help. But speed I do got some insight up. though. Some a very important person. Um, I ain't, I don't want to shout him out yet, but because it ain't even nowhere near happening. But he want to take. He want to make Sixth Street to Seventh Street like Hate Street. I think I know who you're talking what about. All them, all them uh, boutiques, clothing stores. Yeah, them street uh, streetwear stores. So it's the Supreme Store opened up right there. He want to bring that that in. Yeah, that was part of the reason why he wanted that's to. gentrification too, man. I don't give a fuck. Like all that I shit, agree. Is, dude. Like that shit. I don't. Supreme uh, being right there is definitely gentrification, dude. Like that. Hay Street is terrible. First of all, let's talk about Hay Street. I, I remember Hay Street. So long. Exactly, it's terrible. It's a yeah, tourist trap. It's pretty dry now. I remember when Hay Street was everyone that that like had a store there, like own, like was there working. Yeah. Like it was yeah. like hella cool people, like actually doing cool shit. Yeah. It was actually black people living in Hay Street. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was the interesting place. What has become, especially in the past five years, it's disgusting. Like it's fucking, it's a cultural vacuum. Fact. Like it's just fucking whack it's as fuck, retail. and, and dude, you strip. know, seriously, it's like, like it's I like got some marina. homies, yeah. I got some good homies right now getting money off Supreme, but fuck Supreme, dude. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck. It's that like shit is whack as fuck. 
All the dudes that is into yeah. that shit, damn near, are fucking cornballs. It is, bro. All the yeah. resellers are cornballs, damn near. Wait, here. so, wait, wait. So, you wanted to talk about this Supreme story. That's why you wanted to talk about it? Nah, I'm just saying, like, while we're <laughs> no, at I'm it. I'm genuinely this, curious, because I don't know too much about I it. I don't even know. Like, it's just a thing. Supreme's a big deal. They opened a store in San Francisco on 6th and Market, on Market and 6th. That's um, just on Market and 6th? Yes. I See, I don't even live right in Frisco there. anymore, so I didn't know I'll be right out there. the loop. Well, you're a lawyer, though. You should know more than everyone. I don't know about that <laughs> Joke Dumb joke But um, I don't even know What I wanted to say About Supreme But the fact that You're saying that They won't You know But I don't fuck with Supreme Yeah no, And but the fact that You're saying that They want to Now they want to have Like all those retailers Down there It's like We're talking about like, like black scale Bring Bring uh, the diamond supply Back to the city Pink dolphin down there True I would love to see that I think all that, that little care. hate street corridor, like when they did that black party a few years ago, and then like Cookies and Diamond and all those places opened up, it had promise yeah, to be like a cultural kind and of And they were working on going. it, bro. They were working on it. Here's the thing, man. And I've heard this from people who own clothing stores that I shopped at for years that shut down and left Frisco. It, the type of cultural appeal that we talking about that like True and all these places are trying to capture it don't exist out here no more well streetwear is dead streetwear is dead for one but two it's just like the type of young population that would normally come through and shop at those types of places I don't think it appeals to them the same way right now I don't think it does I think the demographics I also think like the real dope the only dope streetwear shit that's dope is the actual streetwear it's the shit like you're making the shit of die and breathe The shit like the actual people Is really mm-hmm. doing Yeah The shit that Colin Taniguchi Is fucking when he makes Like fucking custom pieces Like yeah. Like all this other shit is Why do you say streetwear is dead? Cause it's all just so boring now It's all, all cannibalized now. itself mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. For the money It's not yeah, for it's creative it's Just for dudes trying to get off Collections Lookbooks it's Like there's flooded. no yeah. yeah It's just like hella boring dude And it's become That's what happens with a lot of things It's become too decadent And it's watered down It was a good run Even good all tank. dude I, If you look at like Even all the Brands I've historically liked, like Sir, A Life, Black Scale, whatever, like all this shit, damn near I go on, I'm like, dude, like everything on your website is whack. Like, I don't even want, like, there might be like one thing I want. Yeah. And I'm just like, I give up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, there's only a few brands that are really tight right now to me. And, yeah. and they're not even that tight. Even the ones that are really tight are not like, oh shit, everything they're making is tight. Man. You know what I mean And so that's why I, For me personally And shout out Colin Taniguchi He said that shit On Twitter It's like dude It's all about the classic shit It's all about that I just I rock that's with the true. classic shit Everything I rock with Really pretty much Is just like Shit ain't never gonna get old I don't give a fuck What anyone says I, I like it You know what I mean yeah, and so, but it's true. And and also, just having all that shit in one area is like cannibalizing itself. Also, yeah, I haven't. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't bought clothes in so long. Bro. See, I've been buying a lot of clothes. I don't know where past, to find shit that I like. I, I lost weight, so I, I bought a lot of clothes, and um, and it's just like there's not a lot of time. I want to be spend money. Go out of your way. I, there's a, like I want to spend money, and there's like there's few things I, I want to fuck with. I'll be wanting to spend money on just a new. Look all the time And I go into Macy's Or somewhere Look bro like, See this is what I'm saying This is what I miss About market You used to be able To go to like Five different shops Facts. At market And just be like Give me a fit Kaplan's Midtown Rags Give me a fit Kaplan's Midtown Rags City Limits 
Oxford Street. House of Blue Jeans was raw. House of Blue Jeans, yeah. House of Blue Jeans was raw. All, the, all those Kaplan's. But you used to be able to go and see I never, somebody. I well, that's Kaplan's. what it was. That's and just be like, give me a I mean, fit. Kaplan's around for like seventy-five years. You I'm know what I mean? The- like, like that's what Market Street was like for Northern California. It was like a place where people could come get outfitted for right. whatever. Like you that's what it was. But I got now, fitted on Market Street. Our city yeah. is a fucking yep. tech hub. Yeah, it's the tech hub of the world. So look what it is. And in fact, what this week is Dreamforce. Yeah. <laughs> so for, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know where to go anymore. We got. Like, that's why we got to do our own gear, shit, bro. I used to go and see White Mike, man. Yeah. Before yeah. I knew White Mike was White Mike. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> me man. Too. That whole time, you yeah. never knew that that was White nah. Mike. They give me some deals, man. Same like, here, how man. much for them jeans? I got fifty. Can you do it for fifty? So give me 55 Yeah Them type of shit For sure Man Definitely. Things just aren't the same No more brother What else we got on the list Let's keep it moving So yeah. we not filling cars Not going down Market Street Yeah nah That's yeah. just whack Pretty much If we were in charge It would be tight But we're yeah. not in charge nah. It could be tight Yeah I mean well actually One thing I was gonna say About that is just like It don't make sense To have cars on Market Street Just cause it's such a Pain in the ass To drive on Market Street now All these lifts And everything And he's gonna be Behind hella buses And his Hella crowds It sucks driving down Market But You gotta know How to drive down Market You have to know How to drive down Market And most people don't know But now What are they gonna do When people are trying To cross Market I think they'll allow that No But it's gonna be Such a pain in the ass No they will Because I'm they're probably How they do places. it now with, with the with the with the meter maids, right there. No, you can't make a right. You can't make a right. You can't make a right. All it is yeah. is a right. You can't. Yeah, you already right. can't make a left. Yeah, you turns. can probably go. Yeah, you already yeah. can't yeah. make yeah. a left. You just now you can't make a right. Man, this is crazy, bro. I don't like just change. Think this, too much change. Let's just let's just it. let's just before we move on, let's put on our imagination caps. Let's think of the tech boom that were happened, and let's go back to San Francisco in 2010. How glorious it was when the Giants won their first World Series. <laughs> For real. And if that energy just kept building, and you know, the city instead of, instead of Dregs becoming an attorney, he became the mayor, <laughs> and you and me did some other kind of civic responsibilities, Man. and we decided to come up with the Carlos Market Street. It would be dope. Or I like it if it was still the, sh- you know, what I mean, it was still the same thing. I thought it thought it tracked out in 2009 and bubbled in 2010 and 11. I'm just saying the Carlos Market Street and that. Situation could be really tight. I don't know. I'm just saying. For the people. I'm going to live in a world where kids can't drive down Market Street. Kids from Frisco can't drive down Market Street. Pretty soon they're going to say it's an age limit to even be on Market Street. Hmm. You got to be 21. Yeah. To buy weed. I can see that's coming. Either got to be 21 or you got to have a Supreme hat on. Anyway, let's move. Yeah, let's, keep let's come on, man. We got a lot Sad. of topics um, run through. We get uh, we stay in Frisco. Side shows. Oh yeah, side shows in Frisco. report. there's been some crazy side shows in the city lately, and I got caught up in one about a month ago, and it was the biggest side show I've ever been in inside San Francisco, like by far. And you know, I've been in situations where things like that have jumped off in East Oakland, Port Oakland, and I've been around, and you're like, yeah, like, that should just be happening out here. So you're like, all right, let's, you know, let's watch the show. This shit was insane. It was underneath the Central Freeway uh, where South Venice is the Bose, and it lasted for, like, I estimate 30 minutes. I was there for 20 minutes. I was doing an event at Public Works, and I could hear a screeching of tires outside, <laughs> and that was for at least 10 minutes. I didn't really think about what it was or I thought maybe it was something on the freeway. I come outside 
and there was just cars backed up and there was just sideshow going on for like hell long dude that's like crazy. for so long that i was like it felt like a dream <laughs> like it didn't feel real i was like how is this happening here Right in the middle of South Venice, underneath the Central Freeway, and there's like literally there's like three or four hundred people outside watching this shit. And I was Damn. I got in my car Damn. like, like we couldn't drive because the streets are all blocked out. So I literally parked my car on the street in the middle of the divider right there and just got out and started filming some of that shit. And it was crazy like cars were coming in and coming out like coming around the block like and I could see cop cars down the block like two or three blocks down at each end, but they like weren't approaching. So I guess they were kind of on some like. Letting it happen um, Letting it happen Kind of shit And collecting information Trying to pop dudes later on mm-hmm. and, You know Kind of like Let's uh, explain off the air Like how Like a lot of cops Don't do high speed chases anymore Because it's It's too risky mm-hmm. There might be the, uh, You know You do a high speed chase Someone dies right. Vehicular Of a homicide or Whatever I know somebody that died now Yeah yeah This shit is dangerous I remember that shit Happened hella much When I was a kid Running hella park, park cars And shit like that mm-hmm. um, So I can only imagine That was their tactic and then there was a viral tweet from some t- fucking tech dork <laughs> a couple weeks ago that another, I guess another, I, I originally commented on a thing like that was weeks ago, but I guess maybe it was another one by the footage because it seemed early in the night. But there was another sideshow Halloween weekend. Um, so it probably was November 1st. Or was it the weekend before Halloween? It was, it, still- was, it was one of those times. And there was another... Sideshow in the same exact area, South yeah. NS on the Central Freeway, and some tech dork <laughs> was like, "This look at the unlawlessness or the lawlessness of San Francisco. It's this a new is Gotham, Gotham City. city. We like, need dude. Batman." And uh, honest- so, uh, he was saying that I think the whole lawlessness thing has been being pushed by in response to the new DHS. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think so he. I think this dude was a plan. Claim that like because they elected a liberal DA, that it's not tough on crime. That crime is gonna get out of control, and this—I think that same dude or some other dude said San Francisco is a city where like Batman could be real. It's the Gotham City. Crime is out of control, and there's a bunch of rich billionaires. Around. And all this shit was right before the election, too. Yeah. So, and I, the whole thing is like I don't even think that dude. No, it was after. No, it was right before. The election tw- is the, the, the first bat, Tuesday. The Batman one when the dude was like this. City no, that sideshow shit too. That was before. That sideshow was the, the two was the before the the election was only the first Tuesday in mm-hmm. November, right? That was before that. <coughs> that was leading up to that. And that dude like reeked of being a plant or something. Like he reeked of, like his whole shit. Like well, he was when like, the, when I'm the a dude said that native. Shit about the lawlessness. He had everybody hopping on his line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wanted his helmet. That went viral just for people. No one agreed with him. him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we fucking roast that dude. Is San Francisco crime out of control? I don't Fuck no, nah, that shit is, ha- dude. It's the safest it's been in my entire life, dude. I agree. Yeah. By far, <laughs> yeah. When you put it that by way, by far, like, yeah. come on, dude. Like, yeah. The worst you gotta worry about is your car getting broken. Into. And the worst thing too is like motherfuckers move to a city and don't want. And we talk about this hell of times. Move to a city you don't want city life to occur. It's city life. Yeah. Don't move to our city and try to change it to something different. My bad, y'all. To fucking try to change that shit to fucking Wisconsin or Omaha, Nebraska, or where the fuck. Where they come from. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of They here. wanted to feel like. Meanwhile, all your relatives are on meth and shit and out there fucking like tipping cows and shit. You know what I mean? Well, there's definitely worse things you could be doing than starting sideshows. Did you swing? Did you swing him? Did nah. you get no? Nah? Sean got busy. You didn't go spin him up? I'm just a bystander. When was the last time you ever spun him up? I never. I've yeah. been in a car that I have though. Yeah, I've yeah. been in many a car that. I in have. the sideshow or just spinning them. Both. 
I didn't, I didn't used to go to side shows, bro. I used yeah. to always feel like that was an Oakland thing. Definitely. Right, it's Eastern not, thing. yeah, it's not, it is Oakland thing, right? It probably started, the first side show ever was probably in Oakland. I think so. Right. According to Richie Rich. Yeah. According to a lot of people. According to that movie, uh, Exhibition of Speed. Back in the day, you ever see that shit? Nah. What? Oh, it was a hood movie. This is like a Thiz documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I think uh, B Love put it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was a car dude. So. Exhibition of Speed. Go check <laughs> that shit out on YouTube. Get some history. It's on YouTube. I seen a sideshow in my high school at lunch at ISA. That was pretty. Wow. Dope. Where? In Petrol Hill. But where? Like outside of ISA, on that like hill? I saw it from the schoolyard. On that hill? What the fuck? <laughs> I went to ISA Man. as well. Not like, like on the hill, but like you know, in like the intersection, intersection in front oh, okay, of the liquor okay. store. Yeah, <laughs> like, see some what? What? It was dope. It was like right when like the school bell rang. And everybody got I, remember, I remember. I remember. You know what's crazy too is I remember a mini sideshow breaking out. Underneath the Central Freeway at Mission Street after an event at Lavende, and Barry Bonds was at Lavende. that event too. This is like probably 2008. Damn, Barry, Barry was that was Lavende used to crack so hard. Yeah, Barry there, was spinning them up. Yeah, and there was there was there Out was the there was 50. a couple of cars going dummy right there. It was definitely like some some tail end of the hyphy era, and it was uh that was that that was uh <clears throat> eerily similar, but also completely different at the same time. I wanted to go back to what you were saying about Chester. You said that people saying that he isn't, he's seeming like he's not going to be tough on crime. <clears throat> well, that's his whole platform. His parents are political prisoners, and uh, he, he was a public defender. So he's definitely, like, pro-defendant. That's his whole political platform. And instead of prosecuting, he's into doing stuff like restorative justice. And, um, you know, he's he's it's been a trend of, like, progressive DAs in other major cities like Philadelphia, How's that working? <clears throat> well, I think it's working. The one in Philadelphia I probably followed the most is dude, uh, I believe his name is Larry Krasner. And it's like he's a public defender and then he got elected. And then the day he came into office, he put out like this 10-point platform that like any any time a felony can be charged as a misdemeanor, charged as a misdemeanor. Mm. Um, no bail. Um, no cash bail, right? Yeah, no marijuana offenses. Just, like, all this, like, simple, yeah. like, but to them, to people who are right-wing or whatever, it's like, oh, it's crazy. Well, yeah, because it's just common sense stuff that makes things more efficient, and they've been seeing results in Philly. Like, the crime has gone down, I believe, since he actually <clears throat> took office. But he's saying that, what do they call it? The crime, uh, broken window crimes? Yeah, offenses to life. Life offenses. Well, he's not, he's not. He's quality not of life offenses. Quality of life offenses. They're not going to be, be tough on those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no point. That all that shit is, is used to oppress people and to make money for. So the Bip and Task Force, he's gonna he's gonna dismantle that. I don't know. I don't know about I'm that. I'm asking for a friend. I don't know about that, but I, I would assume <laughs> that the, the graffiti <laughs> stuff. Bipping, like if you take away Bipping, you're gonna fuck up the whole economy out here. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna really put gentrification in overdrive. Bipping, man. Yeah. Um, you ever just roll up a street and you see hella broken glass, like kind <laughs> of every other car, like, Bruh I think yeah, I don't know. Somebody cleaned up. Indeed. <laughs> He's also um Cheza is he said he would have pro- prosecuted the cops that killed Mario Woods and Alex Nieto. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what he said. Hopefully he doesn't have a chance to like put that into practice, but if it happens, it yeah. would be crazy if he actually did prosecute the cops. I what does it mean? I, I don't mean to cut y'all, but 
this is what I've been waiting to ask y'all. What does it mean to y'all for him to kind of like openly and kind of um, support George Gascon when people think that he's so I don't think they openly supported him. I think what he did was like I'm in a shout out kind of. I think speak. I think what he did was just something you do as a professional. I think he has to play the game in some in a certain way. At this point, he's now part of the beast, like or not. No matter what he's going to do, and so it was the the honorable thing to do, the you right thing to do. A good sport. I think I think exactly. Okay. I think it was playing the game. I think it was like all right, let me do this so I don't have to like. You know, and it was a tweet, too. It wasn't even like... It was a tweet, for sure. It was some shit he could write hella quick. Like, it wasn't like he had to, like... I think it was just part of the game. It's part yeah. of the game, man. And that's what it was. And, like, some people got offended. And it's like, fuck George Gascon. But it's like, there's a lot bigger fish to fry. Yeah. You, you know got to I mean? work with these people. If you're you a district work with attorney him. in one city and he's a district attorney You can't make enemies. Another, yeah. Yeah. Can't, yeah, he can't. can't make enemies. What are you do? You that's can true. still push your line without... Being in direct opposition to these people on some personal shit. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing too is like you gotta <laughs> rub elbows with people you don't like when you're in politics. When you're in any kind of industry, you're gonna have to deal with people that you fucking can't stand. Yeah, I gotta fucking fact. like be. Did cool. George win? Did he win in LA? I thought he did. I think he got appointed. Yeah, it was. Are you sure? Right. I think he got appointed. I don't know. He was appointed. That's I thought, why he, he, I thought he quit. Los I thought Angeles. he quit San Francisco to go down there and run. To go down there and run. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. I thought he quit to be appointed. No, he quit to run. Yeah, I thought and he then appointed. in his place, London Breed appointed Chez's opponent. Right. Which everybody's saying. I think she fucked up by doing that. Yeah, because it was a so pattern. Because just made it look too obvious. Like a lot of people had a pattern out. of that. Yeah, there are people coming out of politics that had left politics to come back in just to say, "Hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop doing bullshit. that shit." She didn't get no support on that. Well, she the woman Susie Loft is still still a really close election. But it was also super low voter turnout. The super low voter didn't didn't get any support when she appointed her. Nah, Nah, that's the wrong. It was wrong. And then the whole thing too is like, think about it. In low voter turnout, that always favors a conservative platform, and they still Mm -hmm. lost. Yeah, people weren't having it. Even other conservatives were like, "This is some." Horse shit. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. It's turning into Gotham. I don't know what we're going to do. I think it's actually a, a good sign, you know. It's uh, fucking, I can't remember the last time, like, democracy worked in favor of some shit I believe to be good. I agree, bro. Yeah. I, I can't really, remember, like, the last time where someone actually won that, like, th- should be in charge. Uh, I've said this. I mean, I guess strong, AOC uh, winning and, like, you know, nationally, but I guess in local politics. Out here. Yeah, you know. I feel like I said this kind of on Twitter. Is like I, I believe like San Francisco elections too, man. I believe them motherfuckers is throwing away the ballot bags. Mm. I and bet I, a few of them are getting mysteriously lost down the garbage shaft. You well, know what I mean? there was some that washed <clears throat> up from the bay. Is that right? You don't remember that? Like ten years so, ago, like uh, some ballot boxes washed up <coughs> down by the Embarcadero. Some Gavin Newsom shit. Some shit I don't remember They're like whoops we left That shit really ballots. happened But yeah you, you tweeted some shit Like I believe Like the SF elections Are rigged And I quickly retweeted that Yeah There's so, been so many fouls As much as I felt like This dude totally could win Chester And I felt like You know I, I still vote in San Francisco I came into the city To vote for him You know what I mean And uh, You know Of course I'm just Highly skeptical But it happened man I felt great I think I texted you I didn't vote this year. I texted a quip, though. I was, like, almost not going to do it, but I was like, dude, this, I have to vote for that, dude. 
Yeah, I didn't know too much about him at all. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real. We'll see what happens. It's a, it's a landmark <laughs> victory, man. That's tight. It's really a big deal. We'll see. And it's the first, I believe it's the first DA in over 100 years that wasn't endorsed by the mayor that won. Mm. That's, that's tells huge. Tells a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. That's huge. That he's not part of the machine. You that's know. many. So I didn't know that. We know how shy the machine is out here in the Barbary, on the Barbary Coast. So. <laughs> Yeah, this place been lawless. Yeah, fuck it's you been gangster. It's founded on lawlessness. On the fucking That's why I didn't understand that. Everything about it. But I think I never thought about what you said that that tweeter was a was a plant. Man, bear and native. But remember, he said, like, "How should I respond to this?" I was like, "You should respond by deleting your account, and right? Moving, getting the fuck out of here." That was crazy. Anyway, move. Let's move on. <clears throat> we got a lot of shit to talk about. We do. Um, we gotta address these things for the people. Side shows in Frisco though, man. Keep that shit going. Yeah. Yeah, they I was gonna say there's places where they go down regularly, but I'm not gonna say on the air, you know. Nah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I saw about? what I saw, everyone saw there's it. There's some places though, like every weekend. You'll be amazed who listens yeah. to this podcast. But I bro. see I know those places. <laughs> yeah, right. I know those places in Oakland. I don't know those Random places people out here. always tell me, I'll be listening to y'all shit. Yeah, that's why I'm not snitching on here. Nah. You know who told me that, that listen and I was hella shocked? Mm. Stretch. Oh, dope. Seaside Stretch? Yes. Wow. He hit me. He was like... Shout out Seaside Stretch. We had a, like an hour-long conversation um, a couple weeks ago. He was like, yeah, I checked out like six, seven episodes. Wow. I'm like, for real. That is dope. We got a lot to say, man. Yeah, yeah we got to keep it coming. Shout, all out, shout out the Crip, man. Yeah, we got to keep it going. Um, we going to keep this shit Bay Area. Um, we got Afrotech on the, on the docket. How y'all, you know, it passed. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an annual thing, but, you know, for those who don't know, Afrotech is, it is what it sounds like. Black people in tech mm-hmm. meet up, mixed in with the white money, and you got Afrotech. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, uh, money only has one color, brother. Thousands of people That's green. descended onto Oakland, California for Afrotech. But it's usually in Frisco, though. Is it? And I was I was kind of confused yeah, about the the switch up. Actually, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Because yeah. I remember last year it was like they had their big party at the Midway. Yeah, and then and they, they but it's usually at uh, Palace of Fine Arts. Yeah, and uh, this year it was in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Many, there were many venues out there, and uh, it was cracking, man. I was actually I was fucking knee deep in a whole bunch of shit at that time, and I was super busy. But I got the phone call from my homie DJ Scream, the legend in Atlanta. Dope. He tapped in with me and was like, "What's up? I'm in the city." Subtle know, flex. And, um, I like that. Yeah, nah, I like, like he that. invited Keep me out to a, to a Twitter party at a complex, and I hung out with that man for a while and saw him do his thing. Shit was it was super cracking, um, and it was just it was just beautiful <clears throat> to see like Oakland really be like the chocolate city that it is, and 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 to to see that empowerment. Um, I'm gonna say this, and on that level, and it's just to see hella people from other places that I don't think I've ever really. Been to Oakland or anything to, right. to that um, to see that you know. I got a couple things, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt the way losing for the city losing Afrotech. I felt like Afrotech was kind of like they for exactly what you just said. It brought like a black population to the city. You know what I'm saying? Um, one, two. The sourness of it is like it, that shit is hella overpriced, bro. It outprices a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I want to go every year, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And every time I look at them tickets, it's like four hundred, five hundred. Yeah, it's, it's definitely on some like it's definitely it's some at this point, ass shit, it's on bro. some influencer. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely on some shit. Yeah. And my girl, her her job, she worked for a tech company. Um, they were going to send her to go, and she kind of felt the way about it and wanted me to go with her. And But by that time, I was like, man, I, I was already too busy. But um, it is a trip. Like, only companies, like, only you can only damn near attend that way, your company paying for you. Or, and I think that's how a lot of people went. Yeah, it felt like there was a lot of corporate money, and it felt like that's who was paying most people's way. What did they have on the agenda? Was it just let's meet like, up and? It just seems like there was like a lot of parties. Yeah, um, and they, you know they were finding a lot of talent. A so, lot I, of, and, but then also the, you know there's stuff in the daytime that was, um, you know there's different seminars and things like yeah. that. But I, I feel like the parties were, were like the big deal that I saw. But I'm in nightlife, so. You know, that's Ever since scope. I started getting into this tech shit, um, you know, I, I keep my eyes and ears to shit like that. And every year in the city is something called Launch that happens. It's a huge event. It's put on by um, Jason Calacanis or some shit like that. He's like an early Uber investor. Or, or he's like a, a VC. But it's a free event to people who, like, start like me. Like, startup, no bread, no funding, like if you can prove that, you get to go free. But he charges five thousand to the people, you know, like a VC or a founder with X amount of uh, employees and shit like that. He charges, but he also has open slots for for people to be able to go free and be around those type of people, be in that type of environment, and that kind of opened my eyes up to the tech world a little bit. You feel me? Being there, that's what, how I feel like Afrotech should be. Mm. Open it up for. Young black founders who ain't got no bread. You should do that event. <laughs> I would love to do you talking about like right that. now? Because yeah. what you just described, I didn't even know about. I knew about it vaguely, but what y'all just described, it sounds like it doesn't sound like it's meant to be what you're talking about. Mm. You should do that, bro. Actually, you know, you should talk to you know Fly Benzo. Yeah. That's the, the homie. Yeah, yeah you should brain. talk to him because he does a thing called. He does do uh, some hella trap, tra- trap tech, man. Tech house I ain't, or met, like I ain't been there yet. Yeah, but he trap yeah. code. I'm sorry, I'm not. I think I'm not remembering it right now. Yeah, fly, but yeah, I've been seeing it. Him and, and the homegirl Talia. Yeah, they do that, bro. You should connect with him on. Yeah, that. I do. I, I I saw him at a um, what was that? At another little convention that I was there with. Actually, with with Yee. And I ran into him, and um, and he was telling me about it. And my homie Rain, who was in a group with, you know, he he rocked with uh, the jealous guys and shit. Now, he always telling me about that type of shit with with yeah. uh, Fly Benzo. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're actually all doing a bunch of stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a yeah. You right though. I, I definitely should have been reached out. I'm gonna go to these events and I'm gonna you need find to, some clients, bro. Yeah, man. Please shake shit up. That's why I like going to shit like that. Cause I don't put on no suit. I don't put on no collar. I go in my motherfucking hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm you saying. Should. And I, I think <laughs> my, I think one thing I want to add though um, is like there's all these high price tickets, but if you like know people, like they're gonna hug you up. I think there's a lot of people that get put on lists and like. I agree. I just didn't know who to reach out to for Afrotech. Actually, yeah. the only person that called me regarding Afrotech and in, in outside events was was Gary Archer. Mm, wow, <laughs> he was doing a uh, event because he he rocks with Gager, and um, and Gager being a tech company, he uh, was doing an, an Afrotech event for Gager, and he called me to see if I wanted to partner or whatever the fuck. 
But he he just didn't follow up, and I just I I attributed to him just being hella busy putting the shit together. But he did call me though, and he was the only person to call me to reach out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it <laughs> seems like I can imagine if you're saying what is was you're saying like that's a lot of companies paying for their employees to go. I can and sponsoring see, the party. Yeah, and they're sponsoring it. I can see it's kind of the kind of sounds funny style. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I don't work for a tech company, but I've been able to like see them and be in their headquarters and stuff and around some of their employees and stuff. I think that's a difficult space to be in mm. if you're not part of the mainstream culture uh going on in there. And I'm looking at some of these big companies right now. Uh, some of these clients and like man these people are in another galaxy so I, you know just in terms of like money and, and access and resources and privilege and, and, and privilege. schools privilege is high bro university classes like all these networks and stuff it's really crazy <clears throat> so I definitely think uh, it's important it'll be really hard man to work for a tech company and be black and any kind of minority like you know what I'm saying yeah, I think my so. girl deal with that shit all the time. She be telling me, especially the more bigger and successful the company, I'm sure the harder yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah man, because they be so culturally clueless. Yeah, oh my god, tone deaf. Yeah, and they don't give a fuck about culture either. Like they don't do any. They give a fuck about their sensi- company culture. Exactly, they don't care yeah. about any cultural sensitivity. And that's the culture of making money, training, or like anything like that. You know what I mean? And it's obvious that the way that the tech industry has negatively impacted our communities. Yeah. You know what I mean? It shows that they don't give a fuck, that they don't try to assimilate, they don't try to, like, reach out to us, they don't try to get along with us, they don't try to... Even, they can't even fucking tip their fucking change at their fucking time career. There's you know been what a mean? lot of toxic people coming yeah. out of that space. It's definitely not... You can't talk... It's not a general sweeping statement, but it's undeniable, like, I mean, some of the, the people and companies and and uh, decisions that have been made. It's many. Yeah, it is. Next year, though, we're crashing Afrotech. Man, and we're going to get with, with Fly Benzo and have the tech trapping. Let's do it. Let me know how I can help make this happen. <laughs> yeah. Because I know we can get guests. It's like everything. Let's go. I'm down. I'm down. Native Sons Podcast, live podcast. Yeah. Plan an event right in the middle of that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's get to the spice. Oh, shit. What uh, she got? We a little late on it, but we got to react to this, man. That's some Frisco niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? As the Native Sons, as some Bay Areans or Baydestrians, we got to we gotta talk about this Guap Dad situation, man. Oh, oh. oh bro. Guap yeah. Dad and uh, Russ. Yeah. Russ attacked Guap Dad. Where was that at? It was rolling backstage. Loud. It was backstage. Nah. No. No, it wasn't rolling out. It wasn't rolling out. One of them festivals. AC3? It was that was at AC3, I think. I don't, I don't know. It was definitely backstage. Uh, I think it was. Guap Dad mentioned so. Russ in a, in a bar in his intro. Actually, I, first of all, Guap Dad album is tight. Hella tight. I don't I'm going to talk about that. I haven't heard the it's, album yet, but I like Guap Dad. Dude is talented. Yeah. Like, that song with Buddy? He's hella creative. Yeah. That song with Six Lack? Six Lack. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I have to say that. I don't even, even want to say it, but um, I have to say it now to, so people understand. It's you know he um <clears throat> he put out a creative album. It's it's hella tight. Dude is going somewhere. He just got to just stick with it. But he ain't there yet either. And that huh? He ain't there yet. Nah, he's he like got a it lot was of tight. And yeah, like he, he you could see like he's still trying to figure out what yes. really works. Yes, Musically, and it was still yeah. tight. I mean, this is like a show. He needs a TV show. Yeah, mm. he needs everything, bro. Like yeah. he's a star. He's a star yeah. on many levels. Anyway. 
in the intro, he just mentioned something about... Um, oh, they, they fought at a music festival in San Antonio. Okay. Mm. So it was like, he said something about, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. You on some rush shit or something like that. Something about that, like because yeah. the, the running industry. It's not joke. even important. It was so minor. Man, it was a it was a run over love. It wasn't even a sting it was just a little, bar. It wasn't, it wasn't even a vicious like attack. And then and Russ, he felt like he wanted to see him about it, right? And according to the footage, he he walked up to him, him and like his actual hired security. His goon squad. He has hired goons, bro. Man, he got hired security. Bro. Russ is on some kingpin shit. Like, if your goons got guard cards, they're not goons. <laughs> man, but they're paid goons. Just like, I don't know, bro. It's He's some on some shit. fucking New Jersey goomba. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, apparently, bro. though, he, he walked up to him. He said, What's up with that shit? He said, I wanted to highlight you about that. And, and according to Guap Dad, he was like, all right, It's all good. And then he swung on him out of nowhere, and like that's what it looked like. Hey, it attacked him. And attack. Anybody Ambush. not you not stupid if you choose to run from a group of people when one of them is the aggressor. You you know it's not gonna be a fair situation. So he tried to get up out of there, and you know everybody tried to make it seem like it was on him or he was the the bad person. For yeah, him. you're not really supposed to just stand there and get nah, jumped. Nah, because <clears throat> you know it ain't gonna be no one on one. Yeah, I mean, even if it's like seven, mm, eight on three, it ain't gonna be no one on one, bro. Nah, because if you beating his ass, you think yo, you think dude, friends was gonna let him? Yeah, if all those you, people approach you, come on, man. And that's the thing is like, and you the money maker, come on, when come on. People bro. ambush you, it's like who the fuck knows what the fuck's going on, man. Exactly, and especially in like a fenced in little area like that. Like I saw the footage, it's like who knows? Yeah. You gotta well, just fend for yourself. So Russ has been doing this, right? People he, he definitely in, been on his pull-up shit. Yeah, <laughs> people been getting in little, throwing little jabs at him on some rap shit or some social media shit. He be trying to see them with hired goons. Yeah. Goombas. I shouldn't even say goons. Just some fucking private muscle. He be trying to muscle people, but And I get it. It's kind of dope on some, like, old-school 90s shit where it's like if you talk about somebody in a record, you better be ready to see him. But it's I'm not on some... That. I'm It's not on some 90s yeah, shit. Yeah, it ain't that. It's on some 2000s. I'm a, I, got, I got some money. I got more I got money some paid goons. It's some social media shit. Yeah. yeah it's some it's sensitive in-your-feelings-ass shit. And you know what it it's is? It's some camera footage-ass shit. Like, if you're really trying to snake somebody, you don't do it where there's camera footage. Man, involved, I'm going to keep bro. it real, bro. I'm going to... I'm going to piggyback on what you just said. If the camera footage catches the very, very beginning of it, you know that shit you was know staged. You know staged, yeah. And the whole thing, too, is that... <laughs> yeah. uh, but see, my thing is, if I'm trying to fuck you up, I'm going to do it in a place where there ain't no cameras yeah, around. Yeah, I don't want no cameras. There ain't going to be no fucking to to big headline on Double XL or none. I'm going to fuck it's you up. It's all alleged. You hear me, Russ? <laughs> I'm a fuck no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I want all the smoke, Russ. I want to say I'll be listening. I want to say a couple, for fucking with Guap Dad. I want to say a couple things. First of all, fuck Russ. Second of all, bro, he gonna pull up on you. I don't give a he fuck. gonna pull up to somewhere. We got some fucking Italian on Italian crimes. For you real. know what I mean? Like we're Paisan on Paisan mm-hmm. crimes. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But what I want to say is that people, bitch ass people like Russ and Logic. And whoever fucking hack motherfuckers is out here. The real reason they mad is because they're not accepted in the culture. Because they're not really part of the culture. They're mad that they could sell all these records and they're still not down with the hip hop community. They're still not down with the black community. They're still not because they're fucking cornballs and they're not. They aren't part of that community. Why you gotta, this... why you gotta throw on, on logic though? 
Because he's the same shape. He, cry, he doesn't attack people, but he'll be crying like, why don't people like me? I sold these records. I fucking do arena tours. I'm like, because you're a cornball, bro. I yeah. think Russ is in a whole other category. But no, it's the, no, no like, it's the same. Russ thing, is no. more bitch made, but what I'm saying is that this, the root of their anger is the same place. I thought Logic, I don't know why. The I'm, root you know, of their for I, this, but I, I don't listen to Logic, but I don't think he's that bad. Out of a I'm not. It's what? not even a rapper person. He seems fine. I'm like, I'm he just can like, put bars together, but he do be complaining. He's on easy target. I'm saying accepted. why are these people really? complain. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him though. I don't blame him for that. If you really love hip hop and this is in you, and you actually can spit and you talk about something real, but if you corny, corny, you corny you. though. That kind of. Yeah. I mean, you corny, you corny. Just own it and be. You can shake corny. Be yourself, bro. like I whatever. Mean, if you're not. Co- you can be all of that. Like, you talking about some positive shit, you rap about some positive, you cool and everything. But if the corn start coming out of them pores, yeah, man, you can't shake it, bro. Yeah. And I'm just saying, he's like mad. They, they're both, they're those dudes, and there's other people I thought about that I forgot about now, but they're mad that they're not accepted in, in, in really like black culture. You know what I mean? But in hip hop, well, I don't think that's on you to speak on. I mean, no, but this I, is I, what I see. All right, take and take as someone logic, that's a guest, though. take that, logic. It's a lot of, of hip hop. I am, but I am accepted guest, and you know, well, don't a, make me revoke that. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's that a lot of, you feel it's, good about yourself. That's it's a lot thing. of it's a lot of uh, half black, half white rappers that run around that don't have no identity issues. Mm-hmm. So when 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 I see half black, half white. Yeah, but he looks around. like the most as a half black, half white dude. He looks like the most non black, half white, half That's, black dude. I mean, looking at dude, would you? I'm not the first person no, you to right. say it. You bro. right though. You I mean, right. looking at you talking about Russ or Logic? Logic. logic. Ro- Russ is not black. Is Russ is white. Russ, oh, Russ is white. white. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's white, white, white. But I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, that's why I think it's kind of fucked up because I think that's also part of his struggle. Because from what I understand about Logic, he didn't grow up with no silver spoon. His family is like drug addicts. Mm. He grew up like real poor. And I forget, like Illinois, something like that. Mm. So I think he had that struggle, but then he has the way he looks, which is like kind of many. You know what I mean? And I think that's part of his thing, not getting accepted. And I don't, I don't know. know, man. <laughs> man, no. I don't know. I'm trying to stick up for the like, guy. I don't know. I don't have an answer for all of it. I'm just telling you that, like, the root of their insecurities it's seems to be the same in. place. I agree. That they're not, that no matter how many records they sell, they're not accepted. Yeah, that's the thing. In the culture. That's true, though. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what culture. I immediately thought of when I, I mean, I immediately, but when I sat back a couple of days and, like, thought about this whole situation. I was like, these dudes, like, why are you running up on Guate? Cause he and the line he said was so like, all right, he's kinda clowning you, but yeah, it wasn't yeah, an attack. Yeah, yeah. It was but like it's something that you could laugh about with him though. He wouldn't no. run up on Filthy Rich. No, like, the crazy thing is that Guadde said that that Guadde said that Russ called they him spoke. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. months before yeah. about that line. No, he called Russ and told him about the Yeah, line. like there was happened. already like a dialogue. So Which like he didn't even have to do. Exactly. I gotta explain my fuck you. And so now this dude uses the opportunity to attack. You know what I mean? That's bullshit, bro. That's kind of really weird. And look at look at look at who people want to attack when they want to attack a bay artist. Who they want to attack? That's what I'm saying. He's not gonna run up on Filthy Rich. Filthy had a bar like that. Fuck nah. He ain't gonna run up on Sob. Yeah. Especially not that one dude. You know what I mean? So he ain't gonna. You know, like come on, man. All this shit stays all. Fucking phony ass fucking pageantry bullshit. See, I know I kind of wanted to talk about this earlier, but I feel like man, sometimes we gotta stop even 
addressing these cloud devils. No, man. we had to talk about this shit because Guap Dad is one of ours. And and we love him uh, and he's dope I fuck as fuck. With Guap Dad. Right, yeah. I fuck with him all the way. If anyone Even from the Bay is jumping, don't get to discussed on we this podcast. We got love for West Oakland, you know what I mean? And so we had to talk about that, dude. Say what you said again? I said if anyone from the Bay is jumped, they got it. We discussed yeah. it on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's our habit. That little B shit was nasty. Right? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't. I yeah, had a people lot to be say trying to. I think I saw someone, it might have been Tim House, someone tweet like, oh, y'all want to be jump. Lil B and Guap Dad. Yeah, we actually talked when about you this shit. F- funk no, with someone we from didn't the talk bay. about it. We talked about it on the podcast. No, we talked about Twitter. About Lil B? About, like, no one's going to do shit. Yeah. And I said, and you were like, and you were kind of referring to, like, that's a problem in the bay. Right. And I was like, that's a problem in a lot of places that people don't do shit. And my that. thing, and maybe this okay, is a weird yeah. retort, my was just like, why is George Zimmerman just walking around? I'm saying I do and, and remember lot, that. Okay, lot, so so my whole thing is is that a lot of different places like people don't do shit. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it not doesn't happen in the Bay. My thing is this though, on some Bay shit. Yeah. I'm I'm never gonna say I'm the best of friends of Lil B or anything yeah. like that. I've I've like kicked it with him a couple times. To me, he's hella dope. Yeah, as a person, I'm talking personally as a person, not musically. He's tight. Like, he's hella smart, great conversation, all the shit. If I'm with my homies out and I see him yeah. getting pounced on, you're not about to get pounced on by yourself, bro. I'm in that. Yeah, I, yeah totally. I'm in that, bro. Especially if I know that these niggas is from out of town and they not from the Bay. If Now, if it's yeah, some yeah. Berkeley shit, I might try to break it up. I ain't like when Berkeley cats. Them Berkeley dudes is crazy on the low. Waterfront. All bad niggas is grimy, yeah, but but yeah. I'm just saying this though. I'm saying this though. I'm, I'm saying this though. If it was some Berkeley shit, I break it up. Like nah, you feel me? Don't play them out like that. But on some, you not even from out here. Nah, we fighting together, bro. I think I would protect the base guy. Come on, man. It ain't even. It ain't even. The opportunity. It ain't even. I don't want to make it that specific. Like we gotta protect the base guy. I'm just saying. If it was Pilo, if it was Lil B, if it was Sue, and I don't, I don't fuck with Sue like that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not about to let him get jumped. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? I saw I am Sue getting jumped with I hop in. I would. I would. That's my homie, but. If yeah. it's not one on one, I'm I'm not letting him. I get probably done. wouldn't just stand there. And, that's know, what I'm saying. I don't know like, I'm Sue, like that shit. I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's I'm Sue. I know him on Plus a face basis. Like I see him, we say what's up, all this shit. Put, I've put, never kicked it with him or nothing like that. I'm not letting that man. Plus, get it's jump, like, right? dude, if you could never like actually have beef with someone or not really be cool with him from the bay, but if you know the dude's doing it or from New York. That's what I'm saying. Fuck nah. I'm not like, standing we, around, like, dude. Like this shit. I figured when this shit happened, this shit happened like. Hella times where like You don't even fuck Like it's like You don't fuck with your cousin right You're like fuck you Like your cousin's kind of a bitch But if someone else Try to come fuck but with your cousin you up, can't I call him a bitch though Nah but <laughs> what, what I'm saying <laughs> no, is that No I'm saying I'm saying Or someone from I'm your neighborhood I'm calling my cousin a bitch But you can't call him a yeah. bitch Exactly though. Like yeah. if someone from neighborhood I don't fuck with ever Yeah I'm like I don't fuck with that dude But if someone from another neighborhood Came to try to jump that person right. Like oh my god We're gonna kill this person Right Facts Right Like I know people have died Over shit like that Literally, yeah. literally, like they tell it and fuck with someone in their hood at all, and someone from another hood came and they killed that person, bro. Right. Like straight up, we're like, that's you can't do that. Yeah. So I I agree. Like I mean, I'm not saying people need to die, but 
People should have yeah, done shit. The fact that that shit happened in Mountain <laughs> the fact that what? I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> so nah. we gotta be done. I'm just saying that, that that's how serious it is. We gotta ride for little B. Nah, I, I nah think, but I'm just I saying that. Russ I mean, that was in San Antonio. That. that was hella weird. I do I'm saying the little B shit. Like, how the fuck did that happen in fucking Mountain View? And there's all these Bay artists and all, and people were filming that shit. And we know who some of y'all were there, right there. Reports. Russ, oh, yeah. he oh, and you that couldn't have had that one on one. And you couldn't have had that many people with the New York dudes out there with them, too. There's Man, no way a, that those New York dudes bro, are outnumbering. That was a Bay Area event, bro. That's what that, I'm saying. That, There's no way that, that those New York one, dudes, entourage, was outnumbering I think the that people was the that were first, right I think that was the first rolling out in the Bay. Yeah. So it was, it was like three years there. ago. It was hella people there. That's what I'm saying. It was hella people there, bro. <laughs> So we I don't want to point them but, out because but my point was, you know they the homies and everything, but that shit was just nasty. But bro. hey, they're the homies, but y'all fucked up, man. Yeah, like y'all should have done more. And I, we that can say shit that. was nasty. It's really hard to say, bro. It's really hard to say. Jumping in to a fight, I don't know. For no one, but like, <coughs> I mean, for you my day ones for y'all, yes. Like I'm jumping in if y'all get, but someone I don't really fuck with like that. It's a hard decision to make. You don't gotta jump in, but just I gotta pull put someone my off. Life and my loved ones at risk. Okay, pull someone off. Pull someone break off. Someone, break do it something. Up, break it up. Okay. Just do something. That's the least. That's all I'm saying. I like that. I like that. Just least. do something. But then man. still, you know the rules. You get involved anyway. You don't mind your business. I mean, but that's how it is. It becomes your but business. But at that at in the little B situation, it ain't no escaping that. You're not about to just get out the way. If you there and if you present and you see these niggas pouncing on one dude and a dude that you kind of lightweight know and you know where these other niggas is he's from, a legend. Like y'all not even from out here. Yeah, they didn't even like yell or like stand up or like they just watched. <laughs> that shit was infuriating. They just watched Lil B dang, get beat bro. up. Oh, That's man, a little fucked up. And the whole up. thing is, if anyone, it's not even like. That's kind of shady. Of who the target it's was? It's B, That's bro. what I'm saying. Like I'm like, dude, is. that's the homie. Yeah. Like, that's everyone's friend. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's everyone's friend. That's a friend so. to everyone in the Bay, if not the world. Yeah. So, let's keep moving, though. Hey, man. But that's good dialogue, man. I mean, that's just how we feel. We gotta... That's just how we feel. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Guap Dad. You no, ever been jumped? Streaming shit. I've never been jumped. Oh... I got my ass, I got the shit kicked out of me by someone who was, like, kind of my friend. And they, like, had a little foot on me when I was, they were, like, 15, I was 13. They just lit me that up. That was a one-on-one. Yeah, I never been you jumped. Never been jumped? At least jumped? he kept it 100. I got jumped before. Nah, you didn't but keep we, it 100. Huh? He was... No, was I said, unless you kept... I said at least you kept it 100. In yeah, yeah, I'm just talking about people oh, yeah, 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 that real Yeah, I just got lit up. Yeah, I got jumped and we 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 went back up there, there and, and it was like a one on one on one on one on one on one on one. Those are tight. Yeah, that's like old school shit. Yeah, like I got jumped. And I it's went like back the down. I went back down to the buildings. <laughs> we walked back up to Sunnydale. We each picked our person, and it was a big ass brawl. Yeah, it was like we were so young. And people bro. like respected. Literally, like the one on one. Ten, eight. Those were the eight. Wow. We was clapped. We were gladiators, bro. Nineties. Uh, Geneva Towers, Sunnydale, like it was. So you could still fight in our age limit. You could still fight. You could either walk up the hill and you fighting, or they coming down, walking us, and we fighting. And it, older niggas, you should just let us fight. Yeah, <laughs> let them go. Yeah, I've been in a couple of those. But it was so cold though, bro. My school bus stopped right there on Santos and Sunnydale, bro. Right in the middle of Sunnydale, I used to have to walk 
from the school bus all the way back down to Geneva's every fucking day, me and my brother. That's that crucial. shit used to be many. Yeah. We either getting chased by dogs or we getting chased by some There was a lot of dogs out there back what? then. It was like, what? Junkyard dogs. Man, yeah. it was hella stray dogs. Yeah, man. strays. Cats, yeah, too. Dogs. Fuck them cats. It was some stray dogs, bro. You knew <laughs> you knew at certain times, like, damn. They're hungry. No, going to walk by. They're hungry. And it was, it, you, you would run just because you seen an unfamiliar dog. The dog probably wasn't even aggressive. Yeah, but as soon as you know. run, they chasing you. If you see a dog... Chewing on a tire, and then, <laughs> like it's a DMX video, and then it looks up at you. You better run. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a DMX video. Remember that one part of Rough Riders Anthem? The dogs are chewing on a tire. <laughs> I always laugh at that part. It's shit, man. It's not a game. Um, what we at? We just did go up, Dad. Man, we you know I don't want to go too dark. What you got? Um, I think uh, we covered a lot, man. You want to get into the music then? Sean has something on his list before we before we go. I wanna I wanna uh, make some corrections. Some corrections. Yeah. <clears throat> so like a few episodes ago, I said Andre Nicotina was label mates with uh, Gangstar and Chris Hallis Records. Oh, but actually, it was Fote. I thought I said oh, that. Didn't yeah, I say that on this episode? No, I don't think you episode? said that. No, I didn't say Fote. Okay. But you can go back and review. I could be wrong, double wrong. I just wanted to say I was wrong. So Fote was actually labeled Maze with Gangs. Mm, okay. Chris Hallis. Yeah, actually, I don't think I corrected you. I think I remember being like, that what didn't the, sound right. What the fuck are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fote, Chrysalis, EMI. Yeah. Don't fight the feeling. There you yeah. go. <laughs> that was the album too. Yeah, that shit was so dope. Oh, shout out to Fote though, man. I, I just, I keep hearing that dude, he like, Super clean now. Good for him, man. Like he's like clear head. He he like solid on his business, and he he just own his shit. We love now you, folks. I just want to shout love him you, man. Did he leave that, Frisco? That Is he still in Frisco? No, I heard he living in the point. But you know, mm. he cool. Like he clean. He good man. Doing his thing. That's what's up. That's dope. Bro, he's always like at some high profile event. Yeah, oh, he was just He's like fucking so thing. Yeah. I know that, and that he all. If you go on his on his Instagram, he his Instagram will remind you that. Yeah, he'd be like, I'm posted up with Fat Joe and yeah, fabulous right now. Right at the Regency. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, you are Fote. <laughs> yeah, bro, that fool is such a good artist and performer. Yeah, man. I did a show with Fote on Fillmore and um, Turk. At the mini park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was cracking. That sound cra- My first show was there when I was 11. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You, really? Me, my brother, and my cousin. You were rapping? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when did you start rapping? Nine. Wow. You were, like, writing raps? Yeah. That's tight. That's yeah. dope. Smart it was meant kid. to be. I remember it was when my grandmother first moved to Turkwood, and um, we was over there one weekend, and uh, my aunt, she had some take. It was a, it was some rap too. It wasn't even. I couldn't even tell you who he was, but he had an instrument on there, like all singles. And she made me, my brother, and my cousin write a verse <laughs> to the beat. Damn. And then we wrote it. We performed it. It's like, all right, y'all got a show tomorrow at the uh, at the over there at the park by McDonald's. It was like, what? We had to come up with a step and everything. Damn, <laughs> it was crazy. She's trying to get that money. Yeah, yeah. Out of all of us, though, I was the only one that really like was fucking with it for real. 
Did y'all shock it? Did you tear it down? We was, nah, we was can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck. We was can. I mean, you're 10. We was 11, though. 11, yeah, 11, yeah. Yeah. No, I was actually, yeah, I was 10. My cousin was 11. My brother was 12. Damn. I bet yeah. it was really good for 11 year old. Yeah, we probably look cool. I wish we had footage. Yeah. That'd have been dope. Need some footy, to man. To see some can shit like that. I know. Yeah, but, um. Well, let's get into the new music, y'all. Man. If that's cool with y'all. I'm, yeah, I'm down. What you got? Well, Sean hit the, the group thread talking about this, and I couldn't believe oh, yeah. it. I almost wanted to, like, let's I'm have a whole time. Pretty offended that she would even <clears throat> say anything negative about this new Gangstar album. Oh, it's fucking great, <laughs> bro. It's I heard awesome. You like the only person I heard that that has something negative to say. Yeah, about it. I, I ain't mean, lie. look, I haven't listened to it, but there was a lot of silence. That was very it's deafening. not the That's greatest. True. Album ever. It's not even the greatest Gangstar album ever, but it's a new Gangstar album. It's new Guru versus over DJ Premier Beats right, right. with some of the best, their best friends is the features. And I, I heard that it sounded hella current too. It, it didn't, sound, didn't sound dated. Yeah, I heard it didn't sound dated. It sounded cool. There was there's one song on there. I will say the song with Neo. That song was really bad. <clears throat> What's your name? And Nitty Scott. Fine-ass Nitty Scott. Fine-ass Nitty Scott. Fine-ass Nitty Scott. Yeah. Nitty Scott. Song I was friends really... with her on Facebook for years before Man, I knew she did. I know so many dudes. I know so many dudes. <laughs> I know back in the day when you were just friends yeah, with hella bad ones. Like, oh. yeah. I know so many dudes that don't Frame know request. anything about her music yeah. or give a fuck about East Coast rap that are like follow her on Instagram. Yeah. But when I started listening to because she started doing hella music with uh, uh, Joel Ortiz. Right? Yeah. They have a group. Yeah, when they and, did uh, that, one other dude, I was checking her out, and I'm like, nah, she hard. You know what George sounds like? Who? The uh, What's the father's name on Family Guy? <laughs> Peter Griffin. Griffin. It's over <laughs> now. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I ru- it's ruined it for you. Sorry. But, yo, that song, anyway. is, <laughs> that song with Neo and Gangstar and Lee Scott is really bad, bro. I'm not going to lie. Damn. Like, I, I don't want to even say this in public, but I gave the whole album the whole spin <laughs> all the way through. No, but coming from you, that that's the unbiased, because you really, you like a, a guru. I kind of was, I grew fuck. up on Gangstar. Yeah, I know, I know, like, I know. on some kid shit. Sure, you know when sure. you see something as a kid and you're yeah. like, damn, this is hella cool. Yeah. And I just discovered this and, like, I can understand what he's saying. Yeah. Like, listening to Guru, like, you really there, like, listening, like, whoa. Like, but your style is, like, you could tell it's hella The beats, too, the premiere, premiere beats, of course. Yeah, stupid. And, like, always saying something positive but still being down on some street shit. Like, Gangstar is really important. And, like... Some of those songs on there are like cool. Some of them are fucking great. Some of them are like uh, the J Cole song. I was that song impressed. is great. That's one of the best Gangstar songs ever. I'm I was just highly impressed. And say, bro. I ain't gonna I lie. I really like that song. I was highly, song. highly impressed off that song. And I'm not even a J Cole fan. Yeah, me neither. Everyone, everyone, got, everyone got like a disclaimer out there. Yeah, we yeah. talk about oh, J Cole. Oh yeah, yeah. But people. Always attack me when I say, you don't think J. Cole. Yeah. Like, nah. I'm telling you, man, this shit is uh, some CIA propaganda. J. Cole hate. <laughs> and I'm not a J. Cole fan saying that. <laughs> nah. But it's unwarranted hatred. It's nah, unwarranted. See, I, don't, I don't hate He's him. a target. It's, it's like, just, I don't get it, the, the, the he's hatred. He's tight. J. Cole no, is he tight. is tight. I'm, I'm not, just a, not fan. a fan. No, yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan. He's hella tight. He's made songs that, we talked about this before. He's made songs, I'm like, that's a perfect song. Like, he's made songs, I'm like, that's yeah. really tight. Not a fan. But I'm not mad at him. So the under hatred, especially because he's hella positive, like I'm like the hatred just seems the the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I'm like, what has this dude done to I deserve all this shit? Like it feels like I there's some propaganda. I, I think J. Cole's one of the best ever. 
But I'm still not a fan. But it's interesting. Hella people better than him. Interesting. He's really fucking good, bro. Nah, he's, he's tight. Hella he's hella talented really on features. Good. I really like and him. He on did features. a lot. For you know his songs hella tight. Yeah, yeah. he did a lot for really the culture like. the last ten years. Like yeah. J Cole has been a, a really strong shit. voice for hip hop. I agree. He's done a lot of good shit. I'm just not a fan. But um, but that's one of the things. Because what's that one song? What's that one song that he just put out? Not just, but it was. It came out this year. Yeah, I haven't even listened to it. Middle Child. Middle Child. That yeah. song tight as fuck. I, I, I played that a lot of times. But I'm just, I'm, I wouldn't play well, it. Look, I tried to get through a J. Cole album, bro, and I, was, I fell asleep. The bro. J. Cole verse <laughs> on the Gangstar album is dope. It is Tight dope. as fuck. Another song on there that I like. Well, I like all the features on there. They got Q-Tip. They got Talib Kweli. Um, I need to check they got, this The out. song with Royce 5'9", I think, is my second favorite on the album. Royce so hard. It's a good song. It's really meaningful. I'll recommend anybody listen to it. I don't know if you're the biggest Gangstar fan, but if you listen to this album front to back and just go through the songs, you'll get a good feel for what that group is about. And I think it's really nice hearing... It's nice hearing, like, a good album. See, like, Guru and Premier are like a group, and Guru passed away, and Premier, like, is keeping it lit with this album. And that's really dope to hear. It's yeah. dope to still like have Guru's spirit and energy out there through this group. Very influential group, Gangstar. So that's just my little soapbox spiel for this album. Dope. I usually don't come I usually don't have anything I feel that strongly about for the new music picks. You got any um So I'm any, a, anything I'm, else? I'm a, uh, um I don't think I even want to go into anything else. I just wanna leave it there. I hope people okay. listen to that album if they haven't already. Oh. So my thing is like I'm historically like a really big Gangstar fan, and I don't even want to entertain it. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear any criticism <laughs> nah, I don't. about this. Album. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of serious. I don't want to hear. It. I'm like biased, just straight up. Well, man, you gonna talk? <laughs> <laughs> Give it. I'm to just fucking with you, I man. Just, I just, just don't. I don't think it was a very good album, and. Um, Actually, yeah, no, never mind, no. Just skip it. Go, just go into your picks. No, nah, I want to say some shit. I just don't think... I think the, the Gangstar legacy and the standard, it just was well below that standard. Mm. And I had high hopes because... What do you want to do? He's dead. Listen... Oh, man. See, you pissed me off. I don't want to hear any attacks on this it's album. It's not an attack because I love them. All right? I, I just don't want to hear any contrary. This is man, great, let him talk, album. man. All right. Don't make let it weird, talk, bro. Man. So I'm just saying it, it just wasn't at the standard that I, especially from the first two singles were so good that I thought it would be at. And it also just, um, it just feels really forced, especially when I found out, like, Premiere didn't record any of those vocals. They all were from Solar. And Premiere oh, bought, shit. Yeah, and Premiere bought those, all of those vocals. So it just feels, like, hella contrived. And... And also, just I'm not a big fan of DJ Premier's production anymore, and I, it like it stuck out on on the album. The singles were really good. So let me ask and you. This, so, but I was just really disappointed by the album. You think his beats got weaker, or you just outgrew? I think they got weaker. I actually really? agree with that. Yeah, they they got really they're really one dimensional. Yeah, they use like the three, same three, four, five drum sounds. I'm just surprised you're saying this because I these I just honestly the, don't see, think these beats on this album are some of the ones I like from him in a long time. I'm just not crazy about him, man. And and it, you know what it is is that I hella see. I think the album is super important to Guru's legacy and to the Gangstar legacy and to the Guru's family. And so for that, I'm really happy it came out. You know what I mean? But I think for me personally and, and for new fans and, and for people that wanted like something um, else to hear, you know what I mean? Like wanted more. 
but just for me as like being like a, a, a historically a big gangster fan and, and that being like one of the main reasons I even became a DJ and like all that stuff and seeing them live and meeting them and all this stuff when I was a kid was like it's just not on the level for me you know what I mean and that's just how I feel personally like I always feel how I feel personally but there's also like what it means to the culture what it means to the influence of people and and that's a different thing. That's not for me to to comment on necessarily. But I just think you gotta lower the bar when the guy's been dead. But my whole thing is like, like I'm amazing. not gonna lower the bar this though. Is amazing. He's not, but his 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 text on it though is 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 kind of like I'm just honest, man. No, I hear you. Yeah. I just I'm just saying I'm that can't lower the bar. I think it's out of context. The bar is bro. so high. I don't think you can have that same bar. If but it's like if Premier was sitting on these vocals that he had actually done with this dude, and like it was just songs that he redid, but it was like. He just had him want to put out be like one thing, but the fact that he recorded all these vocals with Solar, like and that devil ass bitch ass Solar, like and then the fact I'm mean, I'm glad that he paid for the vocals and and paid the ransom to get those back from him, and that's cool. But it's just like it just doesn't feel on the like a gangster album is the hell especially even the owners, which people consider like the worst gangster album, is still so. So much you better think this they album. would be better not even putting this out? I don't know what they would be better. No but new it just feels, gangster album. I don't know. I don't know, and it's not for me to answer. Like I'm, you're not gonna get it up to that part that you're talking about. It's just not gonna happen. Then like, that's okay. <laughs> Some things are meant to happen. Nah, see, I'm looking. That's at the way I look at it. I, I can forgive it for all that stuff you're saying, mm-hmm. just because I feel like having those two put something out in these times for one last time, maybe. Which is really special. No, and then you know what? That's like actually a reason why I would be a proponent of the album coming out because I think it is important to to like what it means for this family, to his son, to Keith, you know, Keith Elam Jr. To um, you know what I mean? To Guru's son. Like I, I, I'm not saying it shouldn't have come out. I'm just like I just feel like the bar was like really high, and even the owners album, which is the last Gangster album that came out, I think in 2004 or 2005. It still was just like a lot higher than where this is at, and it just it just feels like this was forced, you know. And this is just like a fan comparing um, the, this music to their own music, and that's just how I feel, mm. you know. And then especially like when I found out like none of the vocals were recorded with Premiere, I was just like, it just felt weird, you know. But at the same time, I get Premiere being like, you could tell he obviously super hates Solar as does everyone. And he just wanted to get them shits back, you know what yeah. I mean? And that was like a big thing no, for I him. Think it's worth it. I'm you know so I mean? happy with so this he, album. So he he bought the the vocals off. Yeah, of him. he bought thirty sessions of vocals from that dude. He knew that there was something like so. What did you read L- that from? I saw interviews on the Breakfast. Also, though, for people who don't know too, yeah, you talk about people who don't know. Solar is some other ass rapper that when Guru and Premier weren't on good terms. Basically, Guru was working with this guy, Solar. And when Guru got sick, Solar was kind of, like, taking control <clears throat> of Guru's, like, business. And, uh, well, they had a business. They had seven grand records together. They were both five percenters. And then, um, but, yeah, he was, there was, like, a really manipulative relationship between them two. Um, really, Solar became really controlling when, when Guru became, went to a coma. He tried to say, um, originally, he... 
produced a will that he said that yeah. Guru came up with, but actually it was after then it realized, yeah, it was disproven in court. That That's crazy. The, I remember the that. doctor was like, "There's no way that dude just woke up for the while, wrote this. No I one was around that. the witness, and then just went back to coma like that." I remember never. that. So I didn't know that. That that, <laughs> that that was pretty cool that that got disproven. I think it's dope that Guru got the ran, you know, paid the ransom and got the vocals back from this dude. There's probably more vocals, which it sounds like McFerrin thinks there's even more. But I just it just felt forced. But you know that that's for me. You know that's just how I feel. I'm not saying it shouldn't have been made. I'm not saying, um, you know, I don't think it's on the level of like it should have been put out. But in terms of like the legacy, what it means for the family, what it means for like fans like Drags who like really enjoy it and the feeling that it gives them, then you know I think it's good. You know for that point. But I just I just don't like feel a Pac like, album. I don't feel like it's on the level. You know. Like that. I thought it was better than a, po- a, a posthumous Pac album. Machiavelli? But, yeah. but see, that's... Nah, besides that, that one. But you're that one don't even count because that was like finished and done pretty much. You're right? talking yeah. about... Well, the only posthumous... Are You Still Down was, was, was done. Are You Still that's Down the was only, cool. But that's yeah. the only one that's worth it because only, I think one of the beats was changed and that's what Heaven Gotta Get Out. The beat was changed. Yeah, but it was... Right. it was Like, none of that shit was Undo For Love. Like, none of that shit, like, damn it, all the songs were the same songs. Yeah. You know what I mean And that's the whole thing Is like If we finally get this Pac shit There's so much Pac shit That hasn't come out If it finally comes out Just remaster it And it's the same beats It'll be fucking fire Yeah You know what I mean But it's when Eminem Produced a fucking Tupac album Like There was all these Like The Pac albums That came out With like new beats And they tried to Keep it current And like That shit was terrible The Eminem one Was really weird Oh my god Eminem beats are so terrible (laughs) And I don't give a fuck I ain't fucking (laughs) Renegade's whack I don't give a fuck When anyone tells me The beat it's just, it's just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, lyrically it's cool, but I just don't want to hear fucking Eminem's rumble. You, you don't like Eminem, no. But I'm with a large contingent of people that don't like Eminem, and actually, I actually appreciate him as a person. I just don't want to hear his voice rap, and that beat is whack. You didn't like none of the Eminem. I, I don't want to get into him. Nah, yeah, that's not yeah. it. Let's, let's, let's go with okay, the, keep going with the new yeah, music. Yeah, please keep going. No, it's on you because. So I me, mean, I'll run through like shit I like, um, and I'll just say like one or two sentences for each one. Yeah. So one album that came out of nowhere on me that's actually pretty tight it was uh, the new Vado mixtape, Long Run Volume One. I can't believe that shit is fucking tight. The sick ass beast, you would like it, I think. <coughs> Vado's um, yeah, I new, like Vado. No, it's, but it's, it's crazy because I haven't really like. It's his strongest project in a while, and I haven't really checked for him in probably three or four years. But it came out of nowhere And I listened to it And I was like Whoa this, I ran it back a bunch of times uh, New artist Baby Keem Has a project called Die For My Bitch It's pretty tight <laughs> Fuck with it yeah, right. Definitely on some SoundCloud Young rapper shit But I fuck with it um, Clams Casino Dropped a new uh, Tape All this shit You know It's beats and stuff It's called Moop <coughs> Trip Radio if, if you like him Then you'll like it It's definitely Remember when you got me in To see him on New Year's That was dope. That was my show yeah. yeah It was him Flying Lotus Uh you Ah yeah. uh, flying luck What does he do Thunder live? Cat He yeah. DJs live? He makes Yeah he DJs he does like live. Oh he does live So like five I years wanna, ago I would through, love to see that I co-produced I seen him at Outside Lands Yeah I co-produced The Flying Lotus Thundercat Clam Casino And Troy Boy Live at New Year's mm-hmm. Eve at 10 15 Falls So yeah, that's what that was That was five years ago? But yeah, I That's believe. Um, I am. I am. Sue dropped Basso Five. I, I, I still ain't checked it out. Fuck with it. Um, 
really talked about a lot. I think we could talk about it a little bit if you want to. Um, it was Tori Lane's new project, The Chicks Taped 5. We could talk about it, man. The, the, pre- the premise of the, uh, the the tape was really tight. I don't know if you know the premise of it, but the premise is that he it was like an R&B tape because he does rap and R&B. So it was an R&B tape that sampled all 2000s R&B, but mm-hmm. also got the artist that for the songs he sampled to be on it. He cleared over 40 samples. He's like coming out of pocket to make the album. Yeah. Like, um, and it's really hard because when you're sampling shit that sampled some shit, you have to like double clear shit. You have to clear shit with the actual song, and then you have to yeah. clear the actual. Like he had to clear like some shit like five times. But um, I'm actually not crazy about the album. Like people are super loving it. Um, there's shit I fuck with on it, but I'm I really like the idea of it. But I'm not crazy about the project. And Tory Lanez has been actually like. He's been my for the past few years been like a guilty pleasure of mine where it's like dude makes tight music dude like overall like I'll check for his shit and like sometimes it'll be kind of corny but I'll be like damn this shit sounds like sometimes he sounds like he's hella biting Travis but I'm like it's good though like Travis yeah, yeah like he's been yeah, like him and then yeah. and future when it go like this yeah and then future like the people have said that like, he's definitely bit but then he's made good music though he does I, what, you know what I mean when, when he sings. Like on his R&B shit I don't understand Why he makes his voice like that He sounds like Jeremiah almost He sounds almost. like a woman yeah, he sounds interesting Like it's crazy Like I don't I didn't I don't The album is tight though You like it? I, I, I fuck with it I played a few songs on repeat Yeah yeah I like the song I like the most I was talking about <laughs> on Twitter The song I like the most Is the song without a feature Is the song with the Pretty Ricky sample That's tight That's that like. shit, That's like the hardest <laughs> shit It doesn't have a feature You said it's all 2000s R&B? Yeah Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I think the premise of it Is like super dope That 2000s nostalgia Is coming in right now huh? I mean It's about to and be And it's crazy the, the roaring 20s Yeah So it's about that time The 2000s weren't that dope to me Nah they were great For club music It was the best era Of hip hop R&B club music It was like easily The best era Of hip hop R&B club music no, I hate it a lot. And dancehall was the emergence of reggaeton. Like it was like the actually yeah. In terms no, of club music, yeah. club music. It was, no, there was so much terrible music from the two thousands, especially the early two thousands hip hop that aged terribly. Yeah, but I'm saying like the club music when we thought in the two thousands party, that shit is like hella fun, dude. Like that shit is when club shit was like hella fun, sing along, like, everyone's into it. Like the production was good. Shit was Did hitting. You play any Jaquan? Jaquan Tipsy, to. I got it, man. <laughs> hey, man, that's one of them ones. Uh, and now you know what I mixed that song with because the drums are very similar. I mixed that with Freeway's "Rock the Mic." There you go. That's dope. I've always, I've done that since back then. That's tight. Those drums are very similar. They came out within a year of each other. Anyway, um, and then I have like two more things to mention. Um, so let me open my phone. Uh, new Larry June project, product of the dope game. It's pretty tight. I listen to it. It's got a Harry Fried. Beat. He's got uh He got crazy. hella Harry Frost songs. I bet he does. Out. And I see that's the way dope. Harry Fry like reps him online that I could tell they've done a lot of shit together. Yeah. But he only has one on there. Um new West Side Gun mixtape, Hitler <laughs> Where's Hermes Part Seven. Which I never thought that there would be a Hitler Where's Hermes installation while he was on Eminem's label or Hermes. on a major label. Hermes? Yeah. Hermes. Hermes, Hermes, whatever. <laughs> Hermes, Hermes, whatever the fuck. Um, you know, it's a it's a play on Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, yeah. Devil yeah, Wears Hermes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part seven, it's pretty tight. I fuck with it. And then <laughs> the last one was Guap Dad Four Thousand Dior Deposits. That shit is tight. I like the song with Buddy. I like the song with Six Lack the most. Those are the songs. I love Six. I'm a big Six Lack fan. I think it's, it's gone on the record you, you, here. You definitely been, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So that's where I'm at. You know, 
First of all, excuse me for all this damn coughing, man. I apologize. You got two water bottles going. Dog, I'm like, I'm almost done with this coughing. You killed all those lozenges. I, you got like one left. I handed out the uh, oh, okay. the wealth. I never got one. It's my last one. Nah. nah he needed. I appreciate that you would give me your last, but I was just joking with you. I don't want Hey, wanna, man. I'd rather you have it. Um, <laughs> if I could get through this. <coughs> Poor guy, man. Fuck. Sorry. Excuse me. These guys, just, this is Dio's f- flu game right now. You got the flu right now? No, but you know Michael Jordan had the flu game. Oh, you go. the finals we still ball out. Yeah, that's yeah, like the equivalent. Hey, power through, persevere. Power through. I'm gonna thug it out. The baby dropped the video, dude. Oh, oh everyone let's loves talk about that the video. Baby. Let's talk about the baby. That video tight as fuck. Tight as fuck. <laughs> Did you Hell see the tight. videos mm-hmm. that he made before though? Like the shit he would just make for Instagram that would like that video. Uh uh-uh. uh. So he would make these videos like just for like Instagram or whatever with his all his homies, but they were scripted the like, same exact way where he's like walking around. That's tight. And they're hella tight. And so when that video came out, I was like, dude, this is so tight that he So that's did. why people like a way bigger it. production. Yeah, yeah. Like it, and that's the thing, like, dude, the baby is tight, bro. Like nah, he's people, hella tight. Like he's fun, bro. Like he's hip hop. And North Carolina, man, I want to give props to North Carolina. North Carolina comes up with tight ass <laughs> artists and always has. Somebody compared him to um He's funny. To Ludacris. Yeah, he's funny. He's hella funny. I like how yeah. he's like he got the little man complex. And he ain't afraid to talk about it. He's like, I'll whoop your ass. Like he's really about <laughs> he's that. He's with the shit. <laughs> We've talked about that. The he's videos of him beating. I ain't running up on the baby, dude. But he's like super charismatic. He's funny. He's likable. His music is funny. And may- I got listening to his music. I was in that song with Hoes, and I was just laughing. Like it's just a funny. He's funny, dude. Like excuse me, I'm sounding. Hella gross. Yeah, yeah, man. I was yeah, trying to right? help you. you good? I was trying I'm, to help I'm you. I'm cool. Thank you. Nah, I appreciate I all the support. <laughs> the baby, that video is hella tight. Shout out to him. I don't even know the name of it. I spoke about District 10. I want to uh, give another shout out to that. Just uh, G Val District 10 featuring uh, Shy Glizzy, Lil Bean, and Clyde Carson. He got a song with Clyde Carson on it called Speed Racing. That's, that's hella dope that I'm hoping he uh, shoots a video for. We're going to try to figure that out. Um, Shout out Clyde My homie Big Mo uh, A lot of people know him For, for running around With, with uh, Messy Mar Fatty Addy Records Oh wait a second but Sorry I'm so sorry To cut you off So rudely But that's another Music picks That cash The Messy Mar album uh, Elegant like Project <clears throat> Murder Whoa I didn't like it We can get to that I like that shit Let's, let's table that <laughs> You liked it? <laughs> yeah, you didn't like it. I didn't like it But let's table that though oh. So my homie Fatty Addy Big Mo, he dropped the record. Um, it's Rich Rocker. Um, it's a Rich Rocker solo called Bags, and it's tight. It's a video out for that right now. Um, Cash Lord Mess. Man. That was like after that. Um, I like that album, bro. Bag, look, look. Hey, it sounded like look, all the songs look, that, look, that, that uh, it sounded like all the songs that Mozzie didn't want to use for that, that joint album. I know. It wasn't that great. But it was like <laughs> it was dope. I still love it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like certain shit, I don't know. I hold to a weird standard. Like I know this is not good, but I am still gonna enjoy it. It's Gives like watching a bad movie. Gives you the feeling. It's like yeah. watching a movie. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but some of those songs, like that bag, look like, and then that little Filmo song he did. Was, those were sick as fuck And some of those beats Were knocking It's just yeah A lot like, of the beats was A lot of the it beats just the was songs was hella It's just the hooks And the lyrics It's yeah. just kinda like Not trying very yeah. hard Not at all 
But uh, I got a lot more though. Man, I love not that a lot shit. more, but I, that I'm I got adding that to my pick for this week. Let's Ele- do it. Elegant Project Murder. Um, late, late ad. Yeah, I forgot. My so homie Sierra, Soda alumni, uh, Sierra Shine. Um, she dropped the album called <coughs> Tinder, and it's tight. Ten, tender or yeah. Tinder? Tinder. Ten. Ten. Like ten. The number Tinder. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's tight. Uh, Sierra Shine. Yeah. I got a song with Sierra Shine. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't she, even think she knows I got it. I got it. <laughs> I did it with TD. She dope though. She um, she had a record on on the last season of um, Insecure for people that watch. I, I watch Insecure. Oh yeah, I heard um, about that. I yeah. think you told us about that yeah. on the podcast. It was called Six Speed, I think, or Wrong Speed. It was called Wrong Speed. So her album, um, let's keep going. The Dave East album, Survival, with his tight. Don't I you got a song it. with Forty on there, or uh, yeah, Mozzie and Forty. Mozzie and Forty. That song is tight too. Um, we're gonna keep it New York. Uh, Styles P album is tight. I'm halfway through it. Oh, that shit's tight though. That it was a surprise album. All the right. Burner album, La Plaza, great ass production. Um, he got some cool features on there. Um, it's it's like a real Latin album. He got this this per- yeah. Puerto Rican dude on there singing on a lot of songs. He just put out a documentary to promote it. I oh, just, I ain't watch it. I watched some of it. Um, a lot of the homies are in that that shit. A lot of old footage is pretty crazy. That's They're doing some of the making of the album. Um, and yeah, it was showing like all the Latin singers and musicians coming in. And you know who's like starring on that album? Cosmo. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cosmo. He's on hooks. He's on verses. So I'm like a huge Cosmo fan. Like that's the homie. Like I know him, but. I'm a fan of Cosmo. I've been a fan since. What's Cosmo's like most well known? His first album, Cosmo Really? Yeah, that's his with, most well known. When he was running work. with with Killer Tay, Cosmo That was like the one that we played all the time. Like before we knew he was white. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, we did not know he was white. Yeah, we didn't see the cover. We never saw the cover. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's like, a good test right there. Yeah, if you can pass show. that test. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Cosmo <laughs> Raw. So and um uh let's keep it going. Um uh, Young Lot, he got I mentioned it earlier, he got the song with um Glass of Malone, Lil' Bean, Keep It On Me. The video coming soon. Shit, that's it. This I'm working on hella shit though. Like. I'm I I could talk about it on the next episode, but it's a lot of shit. I'm trying to bring a lot of Frisco shit together. Um, I'm excited for the Quinn album that y'all doing, the Audio Vandals album. Um, yeah. It's that shit's going to be crazy, A whole lot of Frisco bro. shit coming up, man, that I'm excited about. That shit's going to be crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, we solid. Are we signing off? We are signing off. I do want to shout out Seth Films again. Thank you, Thank Seth. you for sliding through. Yeah. Getting this, uh, this pilot episode uh, going in. Shout out to all y'all. Shout out to everybody that been fucking with us. Shout out to Stretch for letting me know that you listening. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody else that be coming up to us on a random letting y'all, letting us know that y'all listening. Keep fucking with us. You're hungry. We will be uh, upping the production up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um... This is the pilot of the visual. Yeah, 2019, we we definitely got it ramped up. 2020, hopefully we we get this to y'all more often and more consistently. 
Uh, shout out to Dregs one again for being a motherfucking lawyer. Congratulations. Hey. That's huge. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I can't say that enough. We definitely need to do something. We got to celebrate that. We got to honor that. That shit was like Christmas, man. Yeah. Man. I was like, I'm, you know, I was very excited for that because yeah. I, I know how hard that is. Well, I, I can realize how hard it is. I don't know exactly. That was a win for Frisco. That was definitely a win for Frisco. Yeah, for sure, right for sure. Um, but yeah, man, keep fucking with us. Uh, if you if this your first time, just go back on the old episodes, catch up, rock with us uh, at Native Sons with a Z podcast on Instagram, DEO four and five, DJ Sean G D E E J A Y S E A N G all platforms. Dregs one, you just type that in anywhere, Google, Twitter, I'm Instagram. A, uh, I'm gonna try to convince him to change his Instagram to Dreg Squire. I think I might change my name eventually. I don't man. know. Let me go see. I don't know. But it's all good, man. I'm D.E.O. I'm Sean G. Dregs Wood. And this is Native Sons Podcast. Yeah. Episode 31. Out. Yeah.